following is a presentation of Radio Alabama Sports. This broadcast is copyrighted by Radio Alabama for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast, descriptions, or accounts of the game without Radio Alabama's consent is strictly prohibited. is the Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union kickoff show on the Comer Sports Network. Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union, where you belong. Welcome in. Comer Sports Network presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. It is our pregame show, Greg Wyckoff, and I have to practice this right here because Randy Kane is not in the booth. I, I can't do the Kung Fu fighter. I can't, n none of that. But to be serious, I am more than honored uh, to have Mr. Brent Ashley, the voice of the Sylacauga Aggies, the color analyst for the Sylacauga Aggies, in the booth tonight, filling in for Randy, because Randy's so sorry. He chose to go to the Alabama-Florida football game. And I don't understand that, because, you know, Alabama and Florida, you know, Comer and Ramburn, which one's better here? I think it's right here, Friday night, under the lights, you know, our Comer Tigers, you know, taking the field against these Ramburn Bulldogs and uh, looking forward to a great game. And, and, Greg, it is good to be here tonight with you, and uh, I'm glad that uh, they gave me the honors to come down and help you out. And uh, we hope safe travels to Randy uh, as he's on the road, all the rain and stuff that we've had. And uh, we just hope that, uh, you know, the good Lord's looking over him and, and gets him down there safe and lets him have a good time and then gets him home safe. And uh, that way he can get join you, you know, next week. And, but uh, I'm looking forward to tonight uh, to call my Comer Tigers. And uh, it's going to be a great one. And uh, from what I've seen so far in warm-ups, we've really got a good one coming. We do. You know, as, it, as everybody is right now, we, everybody is getting into the mix of region play. And this is a huge game for our Comer Tigers. You know, right now, one and one in the region. Uh, the team we're playing tonight, 2-0. and um, They've had a pretty good first four games coming in at 3-1. and one, And, Brent, it's just it's like everything. You control your own destiny. This is where, you know, you have the opportunity to control your own destiny. You have the one loss to Lynette. Uh, so you, you, you need to win out and you ask for help. I mean, you would like some help along the way. But if you want to play at home, the first round of the playoffs, you have to take care of one game at a time, and this is a game tonight that you have to take care of. That's right, you know, and, and as you said, you know, we come into this one and one. Ranburn's coming into it two and oh, you know, but this is where we're going to, you know, control the destiny. And what we mean by that is that, you know, Comer wins tonight. That means they win over Ranburn. So if they don't get it, some more help in the season, you know, as region play takes on, then if it comes down to to where it's a tiebreaker or the record is the same between Comer and Ranburn, then Comer would take over and take that, you know, spot over because of the win tonight. So, you know, a lot of things are on the line here, a lot of things that we can say, hey, you know, we're going to control our destiny. So we've got to play our game, and we've got to make sure that we do everything right on every play. Yeah, because you want to get into week seven, week eight, week nine, you want to be sitting in your driver's seat by then. You don't want to be sit. You don't want to sit in that must-win chair. You don't want to be sitting in that 
I hope they lose chair. Right. You know, you want to you want to be sitting in it, and the only way to do it is to to control it. And be interesting to see how our Comer Tigers come out tonight. You know, we have two different offensive. I mean, two totally different offenses. We can spread it out, and and throw the ball around. We can run out of that spread, or we can line it up. Do the pro eye, which you don't see really anymore, with a fullback tight end and and run the football. And you can put big backs in there, like we just talked about the sniffer back. You can put bigger, you can put linemen back there, you put your bigger kids back there, and you can become a ground and pound team like Coach Fawcett likes to do. Last week, over 400 yards rushing, not one passing yard. Kamor Harris, 36 carries, 367 yards. And like I told you, he wasn't even breathing hard, and he plays both sides of the ball. Yeah, that's just amazing that you have a student athlete that in 2A ball, I mean, this this is where, you know, these young men have to play both sides of the ball, and they have to do it all night long. There is no stopping. There is no breaks. You know, they get their break at, you know, if they have a heat timeout, they get that. They get the breaks in between quarters. They get halftime. You know, and that's really it. For so – for. For Kamari to be able to do what he does, carries the ball 36 times last week, you know, and still be able to play defense and not really get winded, that's something that is, you know, that's a true testament to that young man as far as keeping his conditioning where it needs to be, you know, and that's just something that you just really don't see a lot of. And and for the whole team, I'll throw it out for the whole team, we have limited players cramping. The, like you said, these kids are out on that field. A lot of them are in special teams, so they never come off the football field. And it, and it is still 100%. I know Coach Fawcett, the whole coaching staff, took a lot of pride in this last offseason and what they were able to do in the weight room, conditioning. And he, he said it on the coaches' show. You know, my last question to him in every coaches' show is, Coach, what do you have to say to Comer Nation? And in it, he said that he challenged his team. He said, Comer Nation hasn't seen this team play four quarters yet. And he wants to play four quarters of football tonight. And I'm, I'm excited to see what that means because I knew what three quarters was last week. I knew what a half was against Lynette. I'd love to see four quarters of football. Well, everybody does, and that is that ultimate goal from your coach is to get that full 48 minutes from your team and, and make them perform to their top notch for the complete entirety of the time. And from what I've seen, from what I've read about, from what I've listened to you and Randy on times about, what I've seen during the spring game when Comer came, you know, here and, and we in Silicaga played them, we were able to see them then. You know, it is one of those things to where I've seen a drastic difference in this ball club from last year to this year. Last year they were extremely good. They they won games they needed to win. They played with everybody. You know, it, it wasn't one of those things to where, you know, it, it was the Comer of old. It's now the Comer of new. So Comer Nation, you need to understand, if you don't come out and watch this team, you need to get here. You need to You need to come see these young men on this field and see what type of athletes they are because – you know, from what I've seen, what I've heard, what I've watched, I'm I'm excited to be able to call this game tonight because there's a few key players that I've already keyed on, you know, during warm-ups, Greg, that, that I really want to see how they perform. Well, well, when we come back, we'll talk about it. We're going to take a quick break. You're listening to the Comer Sports Network presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. 
You need a local insurance agent, someone that lives in your community, someone that can be there at the drop of a hat, like a good neighbor. State Farm agent Albie Steers can help you identify your insurance needs and help you choose the right policy. And when you need him, State Farm agent Albie Steers is there for you. State Farm agent Albie Steers in Sylacauga. Online at albiesteers.net. Need some extra energy to make it through the day? Allen Brew Market has monster energy drinks, candy, and snacks for that quick pick-me-up. At Allen Brew Markets, they mean it when they say, fuel for your car and fuel for your body. You're rolling with Allen, oh yeah, Allen Brew Markets. MSculpt is the first device to build muscle and sculpt your body. What is it? I'm Dr. Jared Spear at Childersburg Primary Care. Through high-intensity electromagnetic therapy procedure, you can enlarge current muscles as well as grow new muscle fibers. The MSculpt procedure is currently FDA cleared to treat your abs, buttocks, arms, calves, and thighs. Experience it for yourself. MSculpt only at Childersburg Primary Care, online at childersburgclinic.com. Please come by to enjoy some of the great deals at Coosa Valley Auto Sales in beautiful Sylacauga, Alabama. Get up to $10,000 off 2017 and 2018 F-150 4x4s. Please enjoy the game and come by and see us at 35184 Highway 280 in beautiful Sylacauga, Alabama from 10.30 in the morning until 5 o'clock p.m. Monday through Friday and 10.30 until 12.30 on Saturdays. Call us at 256-267-0296. Welcome back to Comer Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Live tonight, as we have been all season long, on Mix 106.5, Alabama's best mix. And I've got Alabama's best color man with me tonight, <laughs> Mr. Brent Ashley. I wouldn't say that, Greg. You know, but I'm going to tell you, I like the bump back music right there. I'm going to have to get with Jeremy, our guy, and say, hey, we need to change that over a little bit. We need some of that bump back music that, uh, that the Comer Tigers are using on their network. But it's great to be a part of this tonight, Greg. It really is. And uh, I, I can't wait for this game to get started. And, you know, as, as things approach, and I'm getting nervous now. I mean, I, I really am. It's just like the first game, you know, that – I don't know why, it, and so I guess it's because this is my alma mater. You know, I've been going away now for almost 30 years, but, you know, you'll always be a Comer Tiger. You know, you, you cross them tracks. You know, that was the thing. It's the school across the tracks. And uh, But still, it's good to be here, and uh, and I'm looking forward to seeing some of these great athletes that Coach Fawcett has got out of the hallways, got onto the field now, and just building this program back up to the, you know, of what it was in the days ago. And, and, and that's, that's what's exciting me is to see that growth. Well, a few minutes ago we talked about the, the region, and I'm quickly go over the, the region standings right now. Ranburn and Lynette at 2-0. and it's Comer, Lafayette, Vincent, and Fayetteville all at 1-1. One one. Horseshoe Bend and Randolph County 0-2. And that, that's a shock down there, Randolph County, because they've been a powerhouse in this region, a powerhouse team in this state. But I don't think this year they're not quite that team. Yeah, well, it's like every other program. You have your ups, and then sometimes you'll take that plateau and you'll hold it there for two or three years. And then you'll have that one year to where you kind of drop off. But that's where your coaching staff, you'll see whenever a coaching staff has a handle on the, you know, the culture of the school and really has that, 
mentality of being able to talk to the students and get these athletes out on the field, you'll see Ramburn, that coaching staff will bring them right back. They'll come back up and, uh, and they'll begin to go. And, and to me, and that's the same thing that Coach Fawcett's doing here. You know, the kids respect him. The kids look up to him. You know, what he's doing is really good for the program. And Comer, I feel like, is, is we're climbing. We're, we haven't reached a plateau or anything yet. We're climbing, and we're going to stay there for a while. Yeah, because you can see it when you go out to practice, you, you know, you've got the varsity over here, and then now you look on the blocking slids over here, you've got 30 kids, 30 JV football players. And that's your future. And, and – like we've always talked about, I know you hear it over and over, but this could be, one day this could be a story on TV. I mean, from 14 football players to not talking about not having a football team the following year to now completely having a varsity football team, 34, 35 football players, and having a whole separate JV football team. That's right. You know, it, it is a story within a story, you know, and it was – it was heartbreaking to, you know, old alumni of Comer to even hear the rumor out saying that, you know, we don't even know if we're going to be able to put the program back on the field. You know, we don't know what's going to, you know, what, what's the future hold? What's this? You know, but then again, you know, somebody else had a higher plan for it and it come through. And now, as you said, Greg, not only do we have, you know, this varsity team that is very well stacked with talent. I mean, I get to see a lot of talent in the 5A, 6A schools that, you know, Sylacauga competes against. But this 2A level, these guys can play with those 5 and 6A. You know, from what I've seen so far and what I've watched, I'm excited to see exactly how this team's going to do. And, I, you know, I was honored to start my radio career um, with Clay County and Lineville. Yes. Covering, you know, back and forth one week to the other. And, you know, I, I shared it with Coach just a little bit, but I didn't want to just put it all out there. This team reminds me so much of those Clay County and Lionville teams of the past, just loaded with talent, big guys up front, and they knew how to play the game of football. You know, because Coach, uh, Coach Horn, he, he was super. Coach Giddens was super. But I'm telling you what, I don't know if there are too many coaches like Adam Fawcett. Well, there's not. I mean, I have to honestly say Coach Fawcett is one of those coaches that he knows the X's and O's. He knows exactly what to do when he's in between those white lines. He knows what's going on, and he can coach there. But the thing about Coach Fawcett that I've learned over the past four or five years that I have been acquainted with Coach, you know, whether he was with Childersburg, you know, or, or whatnot, or now with Comer, is the fact that he embraces – these student athletes in a way that a lot of coaches don't you know he spends time with those younger guys you just spoke of the 30 or so that we have playing JV you know he spends time with them because he knows that's his future that's his future program so he's letting them know that hey I'm right here with you I'm right here with you I'm not going anywhere let's build this together and I'm gonna teach you how to play the game of football the way I need it that way when you get to me we can keep running. We can keep going. And that's something about Coach Fawcett that, that's, the tra that's really a trace in him that you don't see in many high school coaches. And I shared in the coaches' show, Raylon Sims two weeks ago fumbled the football. How many times have you covered a high school game, have I covered a high school game, where if you were a back that fumbled a football, you probably were not going to come back out that next possession. And sometimes you may not come back the rest of the game. 
That is absolutely right. You know, it's where, you know, to the point where you fumble the football, you have a coach that's grabbing you by the face mask, pulling you off the sideline, setting you down, telling you how bad you are, telling you, you know, but you don't get that here. You, you know, and that's one of the things, too, that we have seen with, with Coach uh, Carter is the fact he does the same thing. If you make a mistake, it's okay. He, he's like, hey, it's all right. What did we learn? What did you do different? And, I, and Coach Fawcett is the same way with his guys. Brent, I think we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to the Comer Sports Network presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Let Central Alabama Community College prepare you to be work ready for free. Enroll in the Ready to Work program and learn the skills you need to start a new career. Call 256-378-2017 to enroll. Classes are free and offered online. Don't let this free online training opportunity pass you by. Call 256-378-2017 today. Get ready to work with Central Alabama Community College's free online class. Call 256-378-2017. Central Alabama Community College. Central to you, central to your success. This is Glenn Sisk, CEO of Coosa Valley Medical Center. Deciding whether or not to get the COVID-19 vaccine? Well, consider the effects of the infection, many of which can be long-term, including possible death, versus potential short-term effects of the vaccine. We need your help to get things back to normal because we're all in this together. Learn more at alabamapublichealth.gov slash COVID-19 vaccine or check with your local pharmacist or Coosa Valley Medical Center where free vaccines are available in the main lobby on Wednesday mornings. Taste it and love it. You'll taste it and love it. At Cup of Grace Cafe, the August Cup of the Month is Morning Rush. It's chocolate chip cookie dough espresso with chocolate chip cookie dough bites. But if that isn't your cup, they have 25 other flavors and a variety of sugar-free flavors as well. Cup of Grace on First Street in both Sylacauga and Childersburg. Order online for pickup or curbside. Just search for Cup of Grace Cafe. Taste it. Don't get burned with rising interest rates and limited inventory. Contact the Girls on Fire lending team at Movement Mortgage. Whether you're refinancing or purchasing, they want to be your mortgage lending team for life. Check out Movement Mortgage Silicaga on Facebook, where you can also apply for a mortgage 24-7 with the Apply Now button. Or contact Movement Mortgage at 256-365-0294. Movement Mortgage LLC supports equal housing opportunity. NMLS number 39179. For licensing information, please visit nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Welcome back to the Comer Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Greg Wyckoff, Brent Atchley, and not only does a Silicaga radio man show up for a Comer football game, but down in the stands, a Silicaga coach coming tonight to watch his son coach the Comer Tigers. That's, that's absolutely right. That's where, you know, Coach Strickland was on the field earlier, and I, I pointed it out to you before we got started in pregame. You know, I told him, I said, I think he's going to be tired. He's going to have to have a nap before the game because he was running around. He was hyped. He was ready to go. He was pumping the guys up. It was good to see him out there and what he's adding to this program this year. Sorry we, we broke yeah, a little echo in here. Sorry we had to break away real quick just a minute ago, but you never know when you're going to say the prayer in the National That's Anthem. Right. Because mean, last week it was after 7 o'clock. We, we were getting ready to line up to kick kick off, and then 
then the PA announcer decided to do it. You know, I'm hinging over here. I'm watching. I'm looking. I've got my hand on the dial. I'm watching, watching, watching. And it just never happened. But uh, we're getting ready for about 10 minutes away from kickoff. We're getting ready for players to come on the field. So what better time to do our starting lineups? And, and, and we have it's, – it's pretty cool this year, special, because I don't have to read them because we have the coaches that are announcing – their own players so if i get this all set up for you our starting lineups presented by kusa by central alabama community college and you want to flip what are we going to start with first defense or offense let's go ahead and start with offense, offense. i want to hear that i want to hear that offensive starting lineup Tonight our starting lineup is going to be, we're going to start off with QB1, be Devontae Carmichael. We'll have Kamora Harris in the backfield with uh, Deleon Welch and James Carmichael splitting out wide with Chris Garrett in the slot. And uh, Noodle, it's Noodle Weed in the slot. And then we'll have right tackle be Hagan D. Lee. Right guard will be Zach Carpenter. Center will be Drew Holman. Left guard will be Corey Anderson. And left tackle will be Chris Wilson. Thank you all for listening. Good evening. My name is Michael Hill. I'm the defensive coordinator at BB Coma High School, and this is your starting lineup. At defensive end, number 51, Chris Wilson. At defensive nose tackle, Zach Carpenter, number 65. At another tackle, number 57, Corey Anderson. At a defensive end, number 54, Hagan D. Lee. At our Sam or star linebacker, number 55, Drew Holman. At a middle linebacker for us, at our Mike linebacker, it'll be number 20, John Murphy. At a wheel linebacker for us, it'll be number 23, Kamor Harris. Free safety is number 12, Devin Harvey. At a, our strong safety would be number two, Dalion Welch. At a corner for us, it'll be number 15, Jesse Graham. And that, last but not least, It'll be another corner for us. It'll be number four, James Carmichael. Well, Brent, those were the starting lineups, and I thought the coaches did a tremendous job as I put them uh, under the gun a little bit, if you want to say it. I, I, I walked right up to Coach Pike, and I said, Coach, let me first tell you that um, – I was told you were going to do this by the head coach, and he just kind of looked at me like, you're crazy, man. We've never met before. And um, I said, coach said, you're going to record the starting lineups for me. And he still gave me this look. I said, I'm going to record it on my phone and play it on air so people can know who you are, you know, and, and let you promote your kids. And you should have seen his eye. He said, man, I'll do it. And so, man, we... <laughs> We did it, you know, and Coach Hale is always, whatever you need, Coach Hale is always there for you. Yeah, Coach Hale's another one of those guys that can really just, you know, <clears throat> he embraces, you know, the young man that's on the field. He No matter what sport he's, you know, affiliated with, no matter what he's doing, he's giving everything he's got, and these young men respond to that, and it is great to see. And I know we'll have one adjustment to that starting lineup on both sides of the football because it looks like uh, number 55, Drew Holman, will not be dressing out tonight. 
had a little bandage on his knee. But I tell you what, Drew has done a tremendous job, uh, whether it's been at center or last week he was the tight end and had some key blocks uh, to get Harris and Garrett and Sims around the corner. You know, well, and that's the thing. You know, I hate to see that with Drew Hallman because, you know, I I was very fortunate as I got into the athleticism and stuff here at Sylacauga, seeing a lot of these young men grow up and graduate and move on. His older brother, Braxton, had the same issues. He, he, he was a strong, you know, really good athlete, but he just he hurt his knee and he just never could really get over it. So hopefully here this is where, you know, Drew will, will definitely do the uh, – He'll get himself well. He'll get himself back out there, and uh, he'll start making those key blocks again. So I know it's killing him not to be on that field right now. We're getting set. We've got captains on the field. It'll be number 20, John Murphy, number 9, Cordez Harris, and number 54, Hagen DeLean. As the Comer Tigers come out in their black jerseys, gold pants, black helmets, and across the field, we love this, Brent, because this is another game you can actually read the numbers for both teams. And that is that is a key. That's some of these color combinations, and you know it's very hard to pick up, but you can you can see these very clearly, Greg. You know, across the field, the captains for the Ramburn Bulldogs tonight is number two. That's Austin Olds, and then you've got number thirty. That is going to be Tyler Slayton. And then the big guy, a little guy in the middle, I would say, that's going to be number 46 for them. That's Landon Harmon. So uh, that's going to be your captains for the Ramblin' Bulldogs tonight as they're waiting to uh, meet at midfield. The uh, East Central uh, officiating crew here tonight. Uh, uh, Mike is the lead, and then Albert's there in the uh, umpire spot. They're going to walk them out here in a minute. It'll probably be around three minutes to go in the, you know, before kickoff. They'll take them out to midfield and, and introduce them and, and get them going. I'll tell you what, Brent, it's a good time as they're getting ready to go to close the pregame show, and we'll get all of our cool music and things we have on the Comer <laughs> Sports Network kicked off so you can drool next week when you have to play your music on the Aggie Network and say, I wish I won the Comer Sports Network. Hey, I, I'm, like I said, I think I'm going to pull some of that this way. I'm going to have to talk to Jeremy about that. We're going we're gonna to step aside and close the pregame show presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union and get ready for kickoff tonight. It's the Comer Tigers versus the Ramburn Bulldogs. These are roaring with hometown pride. Here at First Bank of Alabama, our bank family is cheering for your team too. We support all our local communities with state-of-the-art banking. From checking to savings, construction loans, home equity, and home mortgages, we provide all of your consumer and commercial banking needs. We want you to bank how you want. Whether it's online, in-person, mobile, or telephone banking, we make it easy for you. Visit us at firstbankal.com to find the most convenient way for you to bank. First Bank of Alabama, where you are first. First Bank of Alabama, member FDIC, equal housing lender. This is B.B. Comer High School Football on the Comer Sports Network, 
presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Sponsored by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union, Toyota of Silicaga, Allen Brew Market, Chick-fil-A, Coosa Valley Medical Center, Area Real Estate, Childersburg Primary Care, Movement Mortgage, State Farm Agent Sheila Curtis, Coosa Valley Auto Sales, Silicaga Chamber of Commerce, Harvey's on Noble, Cup of Grace Cafe and Coffee Shop, Van Zant Hardware, Swin, Print, Sycamore Federal Credit Union, Amya, Coosa Valley Recycling, Marble City Pharmacy, District 33 State Representative Ben Robbins, Heritage Freight, State Farm Agent Albia Steers, Silicaga Parks and Recreation, First Bank of Alabama, Talladega County Revenue Commissioner Cindy Pennington, and Coosa Valley MRI. Now, here is color analyst Randy Kane and the voice of BB Comer Tiger Athletics, Greg Wyckoff. Now you're home for live Tiger football on the flagship station for BB Comer High School Athletics, Mix 106.5 and the Mix 106.5 app. Now, Greg Wyckoff. Welcome to Legion Stadium. It is not Randy Kane. It is Mr. Brent Ashley tonight. And as you hear the PA going wild, that means one thing. Our Comer Tigers are taking the field. That's right. These young men are hyped up. They're ready to go. Coach Trickland, Coach Trickland there, and also Jay Gaddis, they just jumped up and kind of did that in the air shoulder bump and said, hey, let's go. Let's get ready. You know, so it's just good to see the excitement's in the air. Here comes Coach Fawcett down the sidelines, just slowly easing up, saying, all right, guys, let's go. We'll take a quick break. Station ID WFXOHD2, Stewartville, Silicaga. The music is loud. The, cr the crowd is getting here. They're, they're, they're starting to file in. Um, I'm ready to kick off. I, I, I like, I like pregame. I mean, I love talking about it, but I cannot wait for kickoff and for the game to start. And tonight, um, I asked Coach Foster, do you, do you like to kick or do you like to receive? And that's another thing he told me. It depends at game time. Right. And I said, Coach, I always want the ball. I'm telling you, Coach, I want the ball. I want to put them down, bury them, and then put the gas on. Well, it's, it's that thing to where you're, you're, he's noticing his, his young men. He's noticing, okay, what are they like? How are they reacting to things? So that's what he's looking for. He's looking for that reaction of saying, okay, do they really want the ball or do I need to give them time to get their head in the game? You know, and sometimes that's what a coach does. He'll just stop and say, okay, here we go. Part of this is planned, and part of this is because Drew Hallman is not in the game. He's not the kicker, so it'll be Noah Wimmer kicking off. Last week, Coach, this was the biggest thing that has changed this week. He's, this kickoff team has changed. He has first-team defense out there and good coverage downfield. Really good job by number nine. That's Cordell Harris. Cordez Harris was able, he just stays in his lane, goes right by. And I think what happened was you had two guys from Ramburn trying to catch the ball. And so it just allowed him where nobody blocked him. And Cordez was able to get down and make the stop on the 30. And so here's the Ramburn Bulldogs from their 30. They will start first and 10. They'll send twins to the short side of the field, single receiver to the far right. One thing I didn't get, the quarterback number before the game. I think it's 14, Michael Swafford. And he will hand it off. And they'll try the right side of the line. They'll pick up two, three yards, bring it up to the 33. 
Yeah, they're immediately going to go after Corey Anderson and Hagen Dealey on that side. They're going to they're going to test them. They're going to see what they can do. They've got a couple of big guys on the line there. Number 79, that's Carson Hall that's out there. He's really trapped up against uh, Corey Anderson here. So we're going to see how Corey can get there, get really get in the backfield and make some things happen. Now they sent twins right, single receiver left. They'll hand the ball off. That's Harmon. And he is met immediately at the line of scrimmage. He may lose two yards, Brent. Yeah, I think he's back to the original line of scrimmage, maybe a half a yard ahead of it. But uh, as I just mentioned his name, number 57, that's, uh, that's big Corey Anderson. He got in there, he clogged that hole up, and was able to stop the running back before he could ever really get out of the backfield. Greg, you and I talked about this a little bit. One of the keys to this game is going to be Comer controlling the line of scrimmage. Third and ten. Looks like the Tigers may come with a blitz. Murphy and Harris step up. Now they take a step back. It looks like a, the Bulldogs are going to change the play. They have trips right, single receiver to the left. A lot of confusion, and that is going to force a timeout. So timeout with 9.59 to go in the first. We're just getting things started here from Legion Field. We'll take a quick break. You're listening to the Comer Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Are roaring with hometown pride. Here at First Bank of Alabama, our bank family is cheering for your team too. We support all our local communities with state-of-the-art banking. From checking to savings, construction loans, home equity, and home mortgages, we provide all of your consumer and commercial banking needs. We want you to bank how you want, whether it's online, in-person, mobile, or telephone banking. We make it easy for you. Visit us at firstbankal.com to find the most convenient way for you to bank. First Bank of Alabama, where you are first. First Bank of Alabama, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Welcome back to the Comer Sports Network. Greg Wyckoff, Brent Ashley here on Mix 106.5 out of the timeout, third and 10 for the Bulldogs. Looking to throw, that pass is almost intercepted in and, in and out of the hands of Kamor Harris. But that will be completion up at the 37-yard line. It'll be three yards short of the first down. Yeah, I think Kamori was there. He just was surprised that the ball was right there on him, and so he tried to get his hands up quick, just couldn't come down with it. And uh, But the only good thing about it for Ramburn is actually his he deflected it to a better position for Ramburn to catch, but Ramburn could not make the first down. Richard Weed, a.k.a. Noodle, back on his 33 to receive this punt. The ball is on the ground. Bad snap, and it is going to be picked up by the Comer Tigers. Well, that ball kind of just laid on the ground for a minute, and Comer is going to have the ball first and 10 inside the 25 of the Bulldogs. It's one of those things right here. This is where Comer needs to go ahead and say, all right, let's capitalize on this major mistake that Ramburn just did. Ramburn, you know, just a low snap, come off the knees of the punter, the ball hit the ground, and as you said, there was four B.B. Comer Tigers right there, and uh, the ball laid there a second. They realized where it was, and they got on it. They'll start out in the eye. Adam Odom, the fullback. Harris, the tailback. Play action pass. Receiver down the middle. That is going to be in and out of the hands. Beautiful pass that time. Devontae Carmichael. I believe that was number, I believe that was Davion Welch. Number two up there. It is. Yep. 
Hey, great play. You ran it all week last week. You start out play action. You had the play. You had the matchup you wanted. So second and 10. They'll hand it off to Harris over the right end. 20, 15, 10, untouched. Touchdown, Comer. And really good job. Hey, <clears throat> Hagen D. Lee, Zach Carpenter, and all those guys just kind of sealed the end. And as we talked about, they've got to control the line of scrimmage. And right there, the Tigers controlled the line. And what they did was they sealed it off. And once they sealed that off, nothing but running room right there for Kamori Harris. Extra point attempt. Snapper is John Murphy. Devontae Carmichael will hold it. Noah Wimmer, he'll boot it through. So with 8.55 to go in the first quarter, the Comer Tigers capitalize on the Bulldogs' mistake and take a 7-0 lead. We'll take a quick break. You're listening to the Comer Sports Network presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Harvey's on Noble has something for everyone. Private parties, live music, and entertainment. The perfect date night. The best appetizers and wonderful entrees. Don't forget to check the Harvey's on Noble social media pages to stay up to date on weekly specials. Harvey's on Noble in Silicaga, open Wednesday through Saturday. Harvey's on Noble, voted best atmosphere and best entertainment venue in the Coosa Valley. Welcome back to the Comer Sports Network right here on Mix 106.5, Alabama's best mix. Comer Tigers with an early 70-0 lead over the Ramburn Bulldogs. Noah Wimmer scheduled to kick. He'll be kicking from our left to right. Nice high kick will be fielded to 21, but we got a penalty flag coming in the, the 40. Yeah, that's, that's going to be on our Tigers. Where that flag was thrown, it was thrown on the 40. So somebody either got across the, uh, the line before the ball was kicked or something of that nature. So we'll back up about five yards and we'll do it again. Well, as I mentioned, Brent, this is a new kickoff team. Coach said oh. the, the defense is going to be after what happened last week. You didn't see it. It was not very good. Uh, probably the worst phase of the game last week, uh, kickoff coverage, and uh, Coach changed it. Yeah. Well, and that's what we talk about, and that's one of the things that as this game goes on, I'll be able to get breaks and opportunities to talk about things that I've seen that's, tra that's drastically changed for the Tigers. But right here is just everybody has to stay disciplined. They have to stay in their lanes. Ball's in the air. It is caught there by number eight, Tyler Kraft. Tyler takes it around the 21. He's up the sidelines, and out of bounds he goes. Oh, and we got a flag on the play. Late hit on the sideline. That is going to be number 12, Devin Harvey, just couldn't get stopped. And after a good kickoff, a pretty good coverage down downfield, uh, they're going to tack on 15 yards to that. And Ramburn is going to start their offensive series inside Comer territory. They'll walk it all the way inside the 45 to the 44. Yeah, that's those little mistakes that, you know, Coach Fawcett, he'll address them. He'll say, look, you know, we come in, we stopped them, we scored very quickly, and then we turned around, and we make a mistake like that, and we, we're giving them yardage. We don't need to give them anything. We need to take it away from them. Twins to the short side of the field, single, single receiver. 
Split wide right. Now they'll move him closer to the line of scrimmage. Pistol formation. Swalford takes the snap. He'll swing it to Harmon. And nothing but black shirts over there and a yellow, yellow handkerchief. I almost said yellow, Brent. Yellow <laughs> handkerchief. <laughs> and they're going to get Comer for a face mask on this play. I think once uh, – <clears throat> Once he went for him and he come backside, when he got wrapped up, uh, a big number 57, that was Corey Anderson and Zach Carpenter. When they got their arms around him, one of them may have got a hold of that face mask a little bit, and uh, the white cap was right there. But here's the good thing. It was from the spot of the foul, so it only gave them about a, a yard gain, so it's first and none. Yeah, only a five-yard face mask. Ball in the center of the field now. Ball sits on the 43-yard line, first and nine. Swafford now will go up under center. No, he's just calling, calling the play at the line of scrimmage. He'll step back in the shotgun. Looking to throw, they throw the slant. That pass is complete to number 10, Jackson Langley. Langley just, he, he come off the line. When he come off the line, it's just a little quick out. All he did was, you know, three yards, four yards up. Made his quick turn to the right, waited on the ball. The ball was right there on him, but great job by the defensive secondary of the Comer Tigers. And number four, that's James Carmichael, got to him extremely fast and got him down. Coach Hale calls him the best cornerback in the state. Second and four, Swafford. He'll hand it off again to Harmon. And Harmon tries running over right tackle. And I tell you what, real estate is real tough right now if you're running the ball in the Comer defense. Yeah, right now you're just not going to get by, you know, big Corey Anderson and Zach Carpenter there in the middle. Those two men are really, and I say men because they're the size of two men, I'm telling you. And uh, they're just clogging the middle up. So Rambert's going to have to come out and figure out another thing, whether they spread them out or something in order to move the ball because Comer showed so far you're not going to run on them. Third and four, Swafford looking to throw, pass downfield, and it is caught at the 23. And be run out of bounds, pass complete to Tyler Kraft. Yeah, Kraft just done a really good job of coming across the middle. It looked as if it was a busted play. It doesn't really. It didn't really look like a you know an RPO or a run pass option. It looked like the you know the, the timing was off, so he couldn't get it to his running back. So he just went into survival mode, and Tyler just got across the middle, got behind the linebackers, and was just able to catch it. Good, make a good catch and get a first down for Rammer. First and ten from the 17. Swafford. He'll hand it off. That's Harmon, and Harmon will get. To, uh, They'll give him forward progress to the 14, a gain of three. I believe Zach Carpenter sticking his helmet in there again. 6.45 to go in the first quarter, seven to nothing. Tigers with the lead over the Bulldogs, but the Bulldogs are driving inside Comer's 20. Swafford, pass in the end zone. And that is a one-handed catch. That's number 10, Langley. Good coverage, perfectly placed ball in the back of the end zone. Yeah, that, that ball was placed extremely well then by Bramburn to where he was really the only guy that could get to it. And he actually had to catch it one-handed because the coverage was extremely well. The coverage was there. It was just one of those perfectly placed footballs, and Bramburn gets on the board. 
Number 16, Cade Mitchell, attempt the extra point. A high snap, it is down and it is good. So with 6.31 to go in the first quarter, it is tied up here at Legion Stadium, seven all. We'll take a quick break. You're listening to the Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Game of the week right here on Mix 106.5. This is another money moment from Sycamore Federal Credit Union. Did you know the more money you pay down, the lower you can get your payment? Come see us to get you in that ride. Sycamore Federal Credit Union, online at sycamorefcu.com. Member NCUA, Equal Housing Lender. Welcome back to Legion Stadium. Greg Wyckoff, Brent Ashley, and that is my favorite bump back right there, buddy. I, I, I like that one, too. I, I really do. We are knotted up at seven. This may be the game of can they stop us from running the football and can we stop them from throwing the football? Oh, I think as we go in, you know, we're going to start pounding to the point where, you know, we're going to – I think our physicality will, will overtake that, you know, as the game goes. We just got to – we got to answer every time they give us something, we've got to answer back. James Carmichael, Richard Weed back deep. This is going to be a short kick fielded at the 35. That is Cordez Harris with a good return because, Brent, normally you see a, a kick that short. You fair catch that or you get right on the ground, but Harris had nothing but green grass in front of him, and he – he took off their take. I think we're getting our mid-quarter break. We'll just keep it right here. We just came out of break. Um, yeah, that's one of those, Greg, where when you get that high kickoff, when you, when you have what we call, some people call it a pooch kick. Some people call it a, you know, a, a, a safe kick. You know, like you said, it gets high enough to where the receiver can only fair catch it or either as soon as he gets it, get down to the ground because normally your kickoff coverage is right there on you. And right there, you know, it was just one of those things to where our young, the young man had talent enough and speed enough to where he made something out of nothing happen and he gained around seven yards before they got him down. Comer will start first and ten from their own 45-yard line. DeLeon Welch split wide left. James Carmichael to the right of the formation. The lone back, Kamore Harris. And that is going to be a, a fumble. Ball still on the ground. Devontae Carmichael, I don't know if that was a design quarterback sneak. He lost the ball. It went about 10 yards down the field. He picked it up. I thought he was going to take off and score. And it came out again. And it's going to be turned over. That was a tough one right there, Brent. Yeah, you know, it's one of those things to where the adjustments have been made. You know, we talked about Drew having the uh, the knee injury, and or it, I'm, excuse me, we're just saying knee injury because we are seeing that he's got a brace on his knee. But they made that that center change last week because they put Drew out into the uh, tight end spot to get some key blocks. So that just may have been one of those just a miscommunication or miss, you know, a miss center and uh, <clears throat> caused them to just lose the ball. First and 10, and you cannot hold on to the ball that long when Hagen DeLee gets a 20-yard head start and puts you in the ground. That's a sack, a loss of seven. Yeah, Hagen, he just, he just dominated 
right there. Number 59, Sawyer Downs, was like, I can't hold on to him, get rid of it, get rid of it. And Hagen was like, no, I've got him. And from his blind side, took him down for a seven-yard loss. Like you said, Greg, that was an extremely great play by D. Lee. Second and 17. Swalford looking to throw it again. He's pressuring the backfield. And I believe that's Murphy comes in from his linebacker spot. And that's going to be another seven-yard loss in the play. The ball's all the way back at the 22. Greg, what we're seeing right now is Comer. Comer, what they're doing is, is they're lining up and they're they're doing kind of a delayed blitz. Murphy on that play sit back for maybe a count of 2,000 and then took off in. And then what that did was Ramburn went ahead and doubled up on the big guys in the middle, and that left the lane wide open for Murphy to, to get through. Third and about 25, low snap is going to be handed off. That's Harmon, and he'll pick up a token two or three yards right up to about the 25-yard line, but it'll be fourth and long. And a good job of the Comer defense responding after the turnover. Yeah, excellent job. And that's what we talked about, you know, a while ago. And that's where, you know, we stopped them. Now, guess what? Respond to it. Let's make something happen. We made our mistake. Now let's make them pay for the mistake they just made, and they're going to give us the ball back. And none other than Noodle back there waiting to catch that's it. High snap. The punt gets off end over end, and it's going to be fielded. And it, it'll go out of Weed's hands, but I believe it is going to be recovered. A very dangerous. Yeah, that's, boy, if, if you need a play, number 20 is going to be around it. I, I don't care where it is, and he just proved it again. He came from nowhere uh, to get the muff punt. Yeah, Murphy is one of those players. He's, he's that um, – He's that auxiliary player. He can play anywhere, but he just he looks for the football and he goes for the football, and that saved Comer at that time. Trips left. Devontae Carmichael looking to throw down the middle of the field, looking for Weed, and he actually overthrows him by about seven yards. Weed had two or three yards on his on his uh, defensive back there, and uh, but the ball was thrown just a little bit over to where he just couldn't get to it, and. Uh, but what I'm liking so far, Greg, is the fact that Comer, you know, they're coming out throwing the football and, and they're, they're doing some good things. 4.04 in the first quarter. We're knotted up at seven. Comer second and 10. They hand it off to Harris. He slips in the backfield. But as he typically always does, it's always positive yards. That, that could have been disastrous. Uh, no gain, but a, a positive gain of about four yards. There's one thing that, you know, all the young guys out there listening to me and listening to Greg here, balance. If you have good balance, you can be a great athlete, and that was key for Kamari right there. Morgan stopped at the line of scrimmage, but he's going to break tackle, still on his feet and still fighting, and he goes out of bounds at the 35-yard line. <laughs> man, oh, man, what an athlete. Comer Tigers has an athlete in this young man because right there, he hit, he really, there was five broke tackles before he was brought down by three Ramburn Bulldogs. So, you know, and we talk about balance, and that right there shows they were hitting him low, they were doing everything they needed to do, but him being able to keep his balance, he was just doing a great job. Harris will come out, Raylon Sims will check in, that's weed in motion. He'll get the pot pass in front of him, 
and he'll slip as he tried to turn, and that's going to be a loss of about three yards. He tried to cut up field and just couldn't get his footing. You know, Greg, you and I talked about today, you know, we came out, we looked at the field. The field was beautiful, you know, but it's still extremely wet. Even though we're playing, you know, on artificial turf, you know, the wetness is still there, and that's what you've seen so far, so far you know, with Noodle and with Kamari is the fact that they just can't get their feet when they try to make that quick cut. Second and 14. Handoff will go to Raylon Sims. And he will struggle to get back to the line of scrimmage. Bring up third and long, third and 14. Brent, this is the this is the part of the team I'm waiting to see. You know, year number one, first and twenty, third and what thirty, whatever. We always seem to find a way to make a first down, and this, this these are the same kids basically. Um, that, that, that's the the next step in uh, the evolution of this team. Well, and that's the thing, and that's where you know this is this is where your character gets tested. This is where you you see how much you have inside of you. You're third and long, so if you get it. Devontae Carmichael drops straight pass. Back, pass downfield, looking for his brother James. And a great defensive play. Was that number 10? Yep. Langley? Yep. yep. Jackson Langley, great defensive play, but he comes up a little bit hurt. Looks like he's holding his arm there. He, he hit down kind of awkwardly on that arm and shoulder, and uh, – I don't know if he's going to step out, but he is. He's walking off pretty with a little bit of pain there, but great defensive coverage, great, great coverage by the Ramburn Bulldogs. But, hey, I loved what, uh, what the coaches down here are called up. That play was right there and just a little bit further, and it would have been six for Comer. Into punt, Chris Wilson. He'll punt from midfield. That kick will be fielded at the four-yard line. Wow, great coverage downfield. That was a sandwich job at the 10. <laughs> you know, we talk about that, you know, on a punt team, kick team, anybody, you have to be disciplined. You have to stay in your lanes. You have to get down the field and cover the right areas. If you don't, you can leave a hole. But right there, you had three key guys from Comer that just hit him all at the same time. You know, and so it's just, it's really good to see that so far with these Comer Tigers and how disciplined they've been in this first quarter with only a minute and 25 left, but yet how well they're playing and how well they're getting to the football on special teams. Now will be a good time for another good defensive stop. First and 10 from the nine. The handoff will go to Harmon. And again, nowhere to run. Trying to run in between that guard and tackle, and it's just not getting many yards. Right, and, and, and that's all coming from, like I said, Zach Carpenter and Corey Anderson, those two big guys in the middle, they're clogging that up. So what's happened there when they clogged that up, it allowed D. Lee to make that shot right down the back of the line. And when he did it, when the running back hit that clog, he had nowhere to go and D. Lee just one-handed him to the ground. So you know, it's just great to see that kind of athleticism and that kind of you know really big dominance from the front line of the Comer Tigers. They'll call the gain of one, second and nine. Swafford will roll to his left. That pass is incomplete. Looking for that's Cade Mitchell up at the 15. Yeah, Cade. I think uh, I, I think Cade there heard some footsteps because as he was trying to catch it, he had two defensive backs from Comer, big number two, 
that's uh, that's Dalen Welch, and also number four, James Carmichael, was coming right up on him, so he knew he was about to get hit. So I think that's why he let that one go to the turf. <laughs> Third and nine. Swafford looking to throw downfield. That pass is going to be overthrown, but in coverage. Great job. Great no call. Perfect, perfect defensive. Right there, number eight is about six inches taller than the defensive back there. Greg, I can't catch his number. What's our defensive back right there? I think that's Jesse Graham. Yeah, Jesse. But Jesse placed himself in a spot to where the receiver couldn't get around him. And so with that, he was able to keep him away from the ball. The ball fell, you know, fell two yards in front of him and no flag on the play. Great job by the defensive backs. Good job by the defense because now the punt will come out of the end zone. Wow, and another, this kid is fearless, man. He is absolutely fearless back there catching punts. Uh, Richard Weed. Another, I don't want to call it ill-advised because that's just the way the kid plays. Right. Kind of a dive forward to catch the ball. But a, sorry, Greg. It scares me <laughs> <laughs> because, it, you know, it's like, you know, as he dives forward, that's his, you know, uh, but I have noticed that every time he's caught the football, that's what he's done. So it's got to be something that he does all the time. But it's kind of scary because if it bounces, it's going straight forward. James Carmichael split wide right going to the eye now. And the handoff will go to Harris. And Harris will start going off tackle, and he'll turn it up the middle for a gain of three. Yeah, really good job there on the defensive side of the ball. They got number seven in there. And well, I'm sorry, I don't have a seven on my chart. Uh, could be somebody like Caleb Benefield, because they've got him listed as a linebacker at number six. But <clears throat> and that's where that young man came out of to make the stop. Adam Odom. In its sniffer back, and they'll run behind him on the right side of that formation. And as we end the last play of the first quarter, short game will bring up third and seven when we come back. Uh, all knotted up at seven. Brent live from Legion Stadium, mix 106.5. The Comer Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union, will be right back. The great Joe Namath said, football is a team game. So is life. Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union proudly supports the broadcasts of area high school athletics on radio, social media, and through the Radio Alabama Sports app. Enjoy B.B. Comer, Fayetteville Childersburg, and Sylacauga football this season, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. On and off the field, Coosa Pines is here to help you reach your goals. Find them on Facebook, federally insured by NCUA Equal Housing Lender. Welcome back to the Comer Sports Network presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union live from Legion Stadium. It's the Tigers and the Bulldogs and we're knotted up at seven as we start the second quarter. Yeah, Greg, looking for a good second quarter here. Another good 12 minutes. That was a good solid 12 minutes for the Comer Tigers and uh, can't wait to see what they do here to, uh, to get us going again as we go into the second quarter. In Bulldog territory, third and seven from the 37. Devontae Carmichael setting up the screen, and they get it to Harris, and that is going to be incomplete. Very fortunate. That was very close borderline to a catch and fumble. 
That'll bring up fourth down, and it looks like Coach is going to play the field position game and will send his punt team in. You know, we're sitting at fourth and eight, so it's very good choice. Excuse me, fourth and seven. So very good choice right here to kick it away with the long snapper in there. That's number 20, also serving. That's big John Murphy, and a good snap back. Good kick by Wilson. Nobody back. So that will take a, a nice roll inside the 10 and will be picked up at the 7-yard line. So back-to-back -back punts from about midfield that Wilson's been able to get that ball inside the 10. You can't ask for any more from a high school punter. Well, that's one of the biggest things that I've noticed that, you know, this year is the fact that Comer has a kicking game. For a long time, this school really struggled with having a good kicking game. And watching this young man punt during pregame was really nice because he kicks the ball in a way that the nose is up. And when it noses up, it's going to take a bounce in your favor nearly every time. Trips right, single receiver to the left. Swafford will step up to the line of scrimmage. Look things over, and he'll step back in the backfield with him is number 46, Harmon. They look to swing it to Harmon, and it is picked off. That's DeLee who picks the swing pass off in the end zone. Touchdown, Comer. They actually marked him on the one, Greg, but wow, DeLee, what a heads-up play by that young man coming off the defensive end position. DeLee was on the left side of the line, and as he come through, all it was was a little just a quick out to the uh, running back coming out of the backfield. DeLee looked at it all the way took it away from him, landed on the one. We were hoping he got in the end zone, but they put him on the one. First and goal, eye formation. Odom, your fullback. Harris, the tailback, and they're going to just quarterback sneak it, and Devontae Carmichael will take it in for a touchdown. Great job by the front line. Just a really great push, and uh, and we, you know, you'll hear me talk about this a lot because you know I was a lineman at one time, so I know what these guys go through. I know that battle that they have to do all night. But right there, Comer, just the the surge that they got. Well, really, it was quarterback caught good, really great call, pushed him in, extra point that puts Comer up right here with Wimmer coming in to make it 14. Good snap by Wimmer. Good hold, and the kick is up and. It sneaks in over the, the bars. <laughs> Greg, I tell you, that's one of those turf wetness again because right as Wimmer started to kick, the ball slipped, and we both of us took a deep breath. I don't know if you could hear it on the radio or not, but it was like, and it just over the crossbar. And uh, But, hey, Comer up 14-7. to 7, Love it. With 11.34 to go in the second quarter, we'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Comer Sports Network presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Whether you're a contractor or a DIY home improver, Van Zandt Hardware and Supply has what you need. From paint, pipes, and tools, and they're a yellow wood distributor as well. Plus, they have professional advice if you need it. Go to Van Zandt Hardware and Supply on Highway 280 in Oak Grove, where perfection for the customer isn't a privilege, it's a standard. Welcome back to the Comer Sports Network, live on Mix 106.5, Alabama's best mix. 11.34 in the second quarter, 14-7, and the kickoff will go out of bounds. Comer kicking off after 
the nice one-yard quarterback run after the what may be one of the coolest plays you'll you'll see this this year. Uh, Delay coming off his defensive end, getting upfield like you're supposed to do in your lane, and you just happen to be in between a quarterback and the running back coming out of the backfield, and I'm a perfect pass to Delay. Perfect, right to him. <laughs> and as you said, Greg, as a defensive end, you're taught that you box the play in. So mm -hmm. as Delay comes across the line, it's his job to turn toward the quarterback, find the quarterback, turn toward him. And once he did, the ball was thrown, and he was like, it's mine. And he took it from the running back and down on the one. It was a great job by our defense. First and 10 from the 35. Handoff will go to Harmon. Harmon will take it up to the 39, a gain of two. You know, it, it is truly amazing that I'm sitting here talking about this number 23, Kamari Harris, and he's playing both sides. He's your star running back. Now, don't get me. He, he's your star running back. And now he's playing linebacker, and he's in on every play. You know, and so far, this young man is doing an outstanding job. And I've looked here, and I'm also shocked that he's a 10th grader. Wow. Second and eight, twins to the short side of the field on the right. And I'll hand it off to Harmon. And I, I, I know one of the rules in football is, you know, three yards in a cloud of dust. Yeah. But it's, it's tough with this. It's going to be tough keeping on doing that with this Comer defense because they're, oh. they're known for bending and not breaking. Short game, third and five. Yeah, well, you know, and that's what when you when you face a defense like this, the coaches think, okay, well, we can just keep pounding them, keep pounding them, and they'll get tired and they'll eventually. But you, you're not going to get that out of this Comer Tiger defense. They're going to stay. They're going to stay ready to go every play. Third and five, looking to throw Swafford under pressure. That pass is incomplete. Looking for that was Langley again on the far side, and we have a. We have a late flag, and, and, and that comes in to where uh, Kamari just got, once again, got a little bit excited. I believe that was, no, that wasn't, that wasn't Kamari, my fault. That's number, is that 18? Greg, help me out with that. Coming number. off 12? Yeah, 12. Yeah. That was Devin Harvey. Devin just, uh, as the play was going, the receiver couldn't grasp it, and he was already out of bounds, and Devin just hit him and uh, drew the late flag, and so that's going to help Ramburn out here and get them a first down and put them into Comer's territory. All the way down at the 43-yard line, 10-14 to go in the second quarter, 14-7. Our Comer Tigers with the lead, but as you mentioned, Bulldogs in our territory at the 43. They'll start out first and 10, twins to the left side of the formation, single receiver to the right. He'll move, that single receiver to the right will move from outside the hash, tighter to the line of scrimmage, Swafford. Low snap. He'll hand it to Harmon. And Harmon is ridden to the ground. That is Chris Wilson who jumped on him really quick from his right end position. The athleticism is 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 watch when you when you see young men that are this size, you know, you're talking 16, 17, 18 year old young men, and you know, and then you see them move like I just watched Chris Wilson move is pretty outstanding because he was he was two yards in the backfield the running back came to his right which is on the other side and he just reached out and grabbed him and put him to the ground and it's just really just remarkable two yard gains second and eight swafford 
looking to throw pass downfield and it is going to be caught in that time it was your big receiver against your small cornerback and that time he's able to get up over him that was craft again and he'll pull that in over graham at the nine yeah that's one of those matchups that the coaches look for and, and you know when you get in a situation where you may be second and long and you want to take a shot you know, that's, that's that kind of matchup that you look for. And, and we're talking, you know, that young man, Graham, is probably, or Max Smith, the uh, receiver on that, he's probably 6'1", maybe 6'2". Uh, let's see if they got it. Yeah, they've got him listed on here. He's, he's they're saying 5'10". No, that was Kraft, number eight. Yeah, was it number eight, Kraft? Okay, Kraft, 6'3". And then you're going up against somebody a little, you know, around five. First and goal from the nine. They'll hand it off to Harmon. Well, I thought he was going to get the corner, but again, there's one of your ends. <laughs> yeah, Chris Wilson was one of the guys that, you know, off that defensive tackle spot, got through the line, was able to make that first contact. But then right there with him, you know, <clears throat> Zach Carpenter, also Kamari Harris was in there with him, and Dalen Welch moved up from that deep safety spot, came in, closed the holes up, got them down. So it's second and goal now from the five. Now the Bulldogs will do a rare thing in high school football. They will break a huddle. As I saw Harmon go off the field, so this will be the first possession in the backfield that Harmon will not be in it. They go power eye to the left. And they'll hand it off. That's the that's Langley, the receiver, who is the, the tailback on that play, and he'll dive forward to about the three. Greg, when we talk about defensive linemen, we talk about also they have to be smart to know where the ball is. On that play, they brought in, Ramburn brought in a heavy package, and they had big number 79 in the backfield. So you know he was going to be a lead blocker. The defensive line separated and let him go through and then immediately closed the hole right back up. And that's pretty awesome for these two young men to be able to communicate like that. Third and goal. Jesse Graham comes out, Chris Wilson comes in, and this time they hand it off to the big man in the backfield, and he'll bang his way in for a touchdown. That was 79, right? Yep, 79. Carson Hall, big Carson Hall for the Ranburn Bulldogs got the handoff, and a little bit of misdirection. They took uh, number 10, they rolled him out to the left, and when they rolled him out to the left, the linebackers wanted to follow, and then they realized, okay, wait, and 79 had it. They made great contact right there at the line of scrimmage, but just wasn't able to get him down. The extra point is up. And good. No flag back here. Great to see him let him play back there. So with 7.47 to go in the second quarter, we're tied back up at 14. We'll take a quick break. You're listening to the Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union Game of the Week right here on the Comer Sports Network. It's time to pump it up with the B.B. Comer Cheerleaders, presented by Alan Brewmarcus. Comer, Tigers, hey, who's going to win this game? Tigers going to win this game. Comer, Tigers, hey, who's going to win this game? Tigers going to win this game. Fuel for your car, fuel for your body. That's what you get at Alan Brewmarcus. Welcome back to Legion Stadium. 7.47 to go in the second quarter. All tied up at 14. 
Greg Wyckoff, Brent Ashley, and Randy Kane listening on the app right now from Tifton, Georgia. Yeah, Randy texts me a while ago. He says, good to have a Comer alumni take his spot tonight. It is, and it's good to be here, Randy. I mean, I... We hope you have safe travels. Hope you enjoy everything tomorrow as the uh, the Crimson Tide takes on the Florida Gators. We know that's where you're headed, so just please be safe and uh, get back here soon. Short kickoff will be fielded by Cordez Harris, and this time he gets a little crease, and he'll take it up over midfield and take it inside Bulldog territory at the 45-yard line. Yeah, really good job by Comer there on the kickoff. The kickoff return team, you know, Stayed on their blocks, done what they needed to do, and that allowed Harris just to kind of squeak through there a little bit. And when you're small like that, you can get through that line and make some things happen, and he did across midfield down to the 45. Amori Wells will check in the game at left guard. He's getting some last-minute instruction there. Richard Weed comes across the formation. They'll hand it off to Harris going the other way. And he will bang his way down to the 41. Yeah, Kamara Harris, all he did was just follow that right side of the line. When you talk about the right side of the offensive line, you're talking about Zach Carpenter, Hagen D. Lee, and then out there with them is going to be like, you know, when, when Kamari comes that way, they're going to pull the center that way with them. And also, good job by Kamari just following his blockers and make things happen. Hand off to Harris again. He will take it to the 43, 44, gain of two. Carmichael. Looking to throw, will tuck it. And he'll show off his running ability as he'll take it all the way down to the 30 for a first down. A lot of hesitation, then he just took off. <laughs> well, that's okay. Carmichael knew. He said it was designated pass play. You could see it was going to a post pattern, and very good job by the Ramburn defense. Their defensive backs covered well. But Carmichael made something happen. He looked up, knew he couldn't throw it well, so what he did was seen the open field in the middle and just took off and was able to get that first down. Harris to his right in the backfield. Devontae will keep it. And he'll take it inside the 25 to the 24, a gain of six. Yeah, right there. Straight quarterback keeper. No, you know, no doubt about it. We knew where it was going. And uh, Carmichael gets it and just follows up right on the backside of Zach Carpenter and the boys and just, hey, let's go keep pushing, open up the hole and let me get some yardage. And they did exactly that with him gaining seven. Well, we're, we're taking a mid-quarter break, but we'll stay right here because last one was really quick. They took yeah. in the first. It was a real quick break, really not very pleasant out tonight. Uh, the rain has stayed away. Uh, it's a cool, cooler night. And just what everybody – once a really good football game so far in this first half. I mean, it's been a very well played, uh, few penalties, uh, but both teams showing you what they have. And uh, this this may be a four quarter 
hopefully not who has the football last, but it, it's kind of looking that way early in this game. Well, it, it's going to be, I, I think, Greg, it could be, it could come down to that to where who has the ball last, but then it could come down to clock management, depending on, you know, coaching staff or how they do clock management. You know, but right now what we're seeing is, is that both teams have their own specific style of playing ball. Right now, Ramburn is choosing to throw the ball, but they're, they found that mismatch you know, with their wide receiver and our defensive back, and they're, they're trying to take advantage of that. But Comer is just using their running game and pounding away, like Coach Fawcett said last night on his coaching show. Second and four. Carmichael will hand it off to Harris up the middle. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Comer. You're not catching that young man. Once he gets in the open, if he gets into the second level, there's no catching him. You know, he's, he's going to take off. It's like that second gear. So, Kamor Harris, great job, big guy. Way to go. And that's something I know you haven't been, been here to see this, but last year you didn't see that second gear. I mean, it was, it was the pound game. That's, it was purely the brute print. And the first couple times he took off this year, we thought he would be run down. He has not been run down yet. It's like another whole gear, and Wimmer boots it through. So with 5.49 to go in the second quarter, we might have to put some more light bulbs in this scoreboard. 21-14, to 14, the Tigers with the lead. We'll take a quick break. You're listening to the Comer Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. The Maxie Beasy Senior Activity Center is now taking orders for ceramic Christmas trees. Extra large 125, large 100, medium 75, small 50, and extra small 15. All lighted and glazed. Stained trees are less expensive. Also taking orders for trucks with tree and lights, without lights, or for the new additions to the ceramic inventory. Finished products or ready-to-paint greenware is for sale. You can come see what they have on West 8th Street in Sylacauga or see them on their Facebook page. Welcome back to the Comer Sports Network right here on Mix 106.5, Alabama's best mix. 5.49 to go in the second quarter, 21-14. The Comer Tigers with the lead. And they will kick off. That's Wimmer. He will kick it down to the 27. And good coverage downfield, Cordez Harris. Yeah, Cordes Harris and Jesse Graham in on the tackle. Yeah, well, that's one of those things that Graham, I noticed Graham, when he got it, just kind of leaped up and, and, and got on the back and tried to, to help get him down. And uh, that's one of the things that, that Graham will learn as we go on as far as, you know, he'll get lower, he'll, he'll, he'll learn how to wrap that up, get his legs out from under him, and get that tall guy down. Twins right. Twins left. Shotgun formation. That's Swafford. They'll look down at their wrist to get the play. Harmon to his left in the backfield. Harmon will get the handoff. And, man, as soon as he took the handoff, he is met in the backfield. He's met in the backfield by number 44, Adam Odom. Adam really, uh, it looks like uh, Adam was in there on that defensive line. Yes, he is. He stepped in there and took Zach Carpenter's spot for just a minute. Oh, I'm sorry, not Zach's spot, but Corey's spot. 
and uh, came all the way from the right side of that line to make that tackle. Very good job by that young man, Adam Odom, on the stop. No gain, second and 10. Swafford drops back looking to pass. He'll get it out in the flat at the 39. And that pass is complete to Reigns, and he'll pick up a first down at the 47. Yeah, really good job by Ramburn there. Good offensive play call. All they did was kind of use the big number eight as the diversion and brought number uh, number two out of the backfield. And all and what he done was set himself up just to the outside. So when eight cleared everybody out, he was wide open. The defensive back had to stop and get back up. First and 10 from the 47. Swafford looking to throw. He's flushed out of the pocket. His pass goes downfield and it is over ahead of his intended receiver that was looking for Kraft again. Kraft covered by James Carmichael. Yeah, Carmichael done a really good job there when he got Kraft. He kind of helped Kraft run out of bounds, and then Kraft started to come back in, and when Kraft starts to come back in, he cannot be the first one to touch the ball, and he actually was, so if he'd have caught it, there would have been a penalty there, and then they'd have brought that one back, but hey, he didn't catch it. We're here second and 10 from the 48. Swafford again looking to throw, and he will. He's, he's got us. Uh, he doesn't come over the top. It's kind of this little sidearm, little flick, and he's able to get it to. That was number three, Reigns. Yeah, once again, that was another one of those plays that Ramburn is doing. Is Ramburn is taking that really this is fullback position. That and they're they're lining them up in the pistol. They're spreading they're spreading Comer out. They're trying to get a running game going, and all they're doing is just taking that running back and getting him about four or five yards across the line, and that's clearing out the linebackers and the, and the defensive backs with the wings, so they have no choice but to leave him wide open. This time Harmon will hand it off to Swafford, and he'll pick up the first down at the 34. That was a good job. That was. That was number 46, Landon Harmon. Yeah. Landon done a really good job of running the ball there. But uh, once again, you know, our Tiger defense, they just, they're standing strong. They're, they're making the stops. It's just that Ramburn is now dialing up these things. They're spreading us out a little bit. And uh, so the linebackers are going to have to now become disciplined, keep their heads up, follow the football, and go to it. That was Dalyon Welch on the tackle. Swafford, first and 10, looking to throw a little crossing route. He'll hit Langley. Boy, and Langley is. Looked like he had some running room, and he is ab abruptly stopped. They're going to give him a lot of forward progress to the down at the 27. A yeah, very good job there by number 12. That is Devin Harvey. Devin, as you said, come up from his defensive back position and just really stopped Langley in his tracks and did not let him gain any more. And uh, as you said, I think a little bit of a gracious spot there, you know. But hey, good job by the defensive backs there and getting him stopped. Gain of seven, second and three. Swafford rolls to his left, looking left, looking down the sideline, and that pass is going to be caught inside the 10 at the seven. Yeah, good job by Ramburn once again. I have to give them credit to the point to where the quarterback is doing a very good job as far as just getting the ball to the right spot. 
And when you do that, that only allows your receiver to be able to catch it. And that's what's happened on those two plays to where it's just he's doing a really good job of getting the ball to his receivers. 2.46 to go in the second quarter. Comer wants to take a timeout to talk about it on defense. They'll take a timeout. We'll take a timeout up here with them. You're listening to the Comer Sports Network presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Prescription drugs, over-the-counter medication, home health care needs. It can all be overwhelming if you don't know exactly what you need. It's Jared and Jacob Johnson from Marble City Pharmacy. We're here for all your medication needs. Have a question about medication? Come see us at Marble City Pharmacy. We're invested in you just like family. Marble City Pharmacy, here for life. Online at MarbleCityPharmacy.com. Welcome back, Comer Sports Network, right here on Mix 106.5, Alabama's best mix. And we're, we're coming to you, Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. We thank everybody over there for being our banner sponsor. Handoff goes to Harmon. First and goal from the eight. Good job by the Comer defense, meeting him right at the line of scrimmage. Yeah. Once again, as I talked about, that our linebacker core, that undoubtedly the coaches must have heard us talk about it, Greg, because the linebacker core there hesitated for a little bit, didn't take themselves out, and then immediately blew the holes. And once they did that, they were able to stop Rambert actually with a little bit of a loss. They are, you're correct. They're in there with that heavy package. Big Carson Hall, 6'3", 285, junior. He is your fullback. It's power eye to the right, unbalanced to the right. No, run it the way. That's Harmon. Boy, Harmon is. Who is that's James Carmichael who comes up and that's a hit. You know, it's one of those things where James Carmichael just just I, I know he he looked at you know, little number forty six, Landon Harmon, and said, "Hey, you're at my house, and you're not going to run in here." And he hit him. I mean, he come up and, and just. <laughs> brutally hit him and put him to the ground. Yeah, Harmon, not the biggest, like you said, biggest of running backs, 5'9", 170. And he's taken some pretty good hits from our defense. 122 clock counting here in the second quarter, 21-14. Comer with the lead. They want to run the play clock down and call a timeout. So. We'll take a timeout with them again, Brent. You're listening to the Comer Sports Network presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Heritage Freight provides a wide variety of transportation, warehousing, and logistics services. Heritage Freight has earned a solid record of accomplishment in the industry by focusing on providing world-class customer service, employing only the most qualified and experienced drivers, and by having an unwavering commitment to quality. Heritage Freight received the 2020 Alabama Trucking Association's Excellence in Safety Award. They invite you to try their services and see the difference for yourself. Call 256-245-2488 or contact them at heritagefreight.com. Welcome back to Legion Stadium. It's the Comer Tigers and the Ramburn Bulldogs, 21-14. Our Tigers with the lead. But the Bull 
Bulldogs driving inside the 10, third and goal, ball at the six-yard line. And this is where our guys have got to stand strong. Defensive line has got to really stop, you know, stand up the offensive line, clog the holes, and don't let that big package get through. And they'll run power out to the right. Now they'll motion out of that. Twins left. The single running back in the backfield is the big man. And they, boy, they snuck a player out, and that pass was complete. But there are penalty flags on the field. And Brent, I think you, you got the call. Yeah, right there. That's a, just an illegal procedure. That's where Ramburn was. When you seen that shift, they had, you know, went from the heavy package in the background. They took two two running backs and moved them out to wide outs. And when they did, they pulled the offensive end over to the right side. And when they did, they shifted, and they had three guys shift at the same time, and not everybody was set before the snap was made. So that's going to bring your flag out every time. Bring a flag out, and it'll bring – another timeout by the Bulldogs as they'll mark the ball back to the 11-yard line. It'll be third and goal from the 11, 114 to go in the half, 21 to 14. The Tigers with the lead. And you know, we get the ball starting the second half. You don't want them to score right now. You'd love to be able to stop, stop it here and, and not trying to fast forward a little bit, but you get that opening kickoff in the second half. If you can go down and score instead of this back and forth game, you can put some distance in that game. Uh, that's right. I mean, that's where you don't want them carrying the momentum into the into the locker room. And the reason that is is if they carry it in, then they come out and and, and if they establish a big stop and you know, don't allow you to do something right there at the start of the third quarter, then that's what really turns the momentum of the game, and that may push it to their side to where then they get it to where they score, and then we have to start catching up, and we have to score every time they score. But if we have a big stop here, we still got a minute and 14 seconds left on the clock, so I think we have one or two of our timeouts left, so you know we can still stop the clock and, and make a run at it to try to get something before halftime. And I picked up the lone cowbell. No, there's That's two it. of them now in the stands. Three. Good to hear. The crowd is picking up, getting behind our guys. Third and goal. Swafford's pass is complete at the three and it'll be a touchdown by the Bulldogs. Good job. I thought thought we might be able to come up. I can't get the numbers on the far side of the field. I thought we were going to be able to make that tackle. For us, it was actually uh, number 15, uh, not 15, I'm sorry, number 12, Devin Harvey. He came out of that deep safety position. He had to come all pretty much about 10 or 15 yards across the field to get to number 10, Langley, and uh, just couldn't get it to him in time, and Langley was able to turn and fall into the end zone. Langley will hold. Mitchell will kick it. It was 105 to go in the half. We're knotted back up at 21. We'll take a quick break. You're listening to the Comer Sports Network presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Savor new flavors with the new Chick-fil-A Lemon Kale Caesar Salad. Served with warm Chick-fil-A grilled nuggets, zesty lemon wedges, shade parmesan, and a lemon Caesar vinaigrette. It's full of refreshing bites to pair with a beautiful day. Available for a limited time. Get yours today at Chick-fil-A Silicaga. Register now for free lunch Friday from Chick-fil-A of Silicaga. You could win free lunch for up to eight in your office from Chick-fil-A of Silicaga. Visit kicks1003.com for more details and to register.
Welcome back to Legion Stadium. It's the Comer Sports Network presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union right here on Alabama's Best Mix. 106.5, Greg Wyckoff and the man to my right, <laughs> Mr. Brent Ashley. I say sir to him every opportunity no, no. I get. Uh, I want to, whenever I grow up and, 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 and become a really good commentator, I want to be just like Greg Wyckoff, that smooth <laughs> voice. You know, just being able to, to catch everything as it goes, uh, that's, that's where I want to grow up to be. I paid him $20 to say that. <laughs> Short kickoff, hits at the 35, and he'll take a left turn and go out of bounds. And that penalty flag will come out and explain that. Brent, if you kick it out of bounds. When you kick it out of bounds, it's, uh, it's, it's what they consider a delay of game. And so you get the, the receiving team gets three options. You can either back them up five yards and let them kick it again, or you can take it where it goes out of bounds, or you can actually start at the 35. So depending on what's your best option, you know, is sometimes like if they kick it out of the end zone, you know, or kick it close to the end zone out of bounds, then you'll probably take it at the 35. If you've got a team that you know that doesn't have a really good kicker, then if you get that penalty, then you may back them up five yards, and then that way it gives you even better field position. But the majority of the time, you're going to have it to where you're going to take it at the 35. But in this case, undoubtedly we had a penalty on Ranburn, and uh, somebody was offside, so they brought them back, backed them up five yards to kick it again. Richard Weed, James Carmichael will inch their way up to the 20 and 25. And now the kickoff will come from the 35. And it'll be fielded by Weed at the 31. And here he comes. He's to the 50. 40 still on his feet. And he'll take it down to the 37. And I told you, man, this kid is he's electric. <laughs> For such a little body, he's pure electric. Well, I, I'm, I'm telling you, for somebody with a nickname of Noodle, he has to be. And right there on that play, he showed me he deserves every nickname that anybody can give him because that young man was very electric. He made some cuts and cutbacks that a lot of guys can't make. That's, that's something that you just can't learn. And he's, that natural ability just then was outstanding. 55 seconds to go in the half, tied at 21. The handoff goes to Harris. He's on his feet, 30, 25, 20, 10, 5, Touchdown, Tigers. Yeah, that, Greg, that's something you're not going to stop that. You're not. And our offensive line on that side, Chris Wilson, uh, Corey Anderson, and the guys, you know, they just kind of sealed the deal. They, they kind of pushed all that in toward the middle. And when they did, that just allowed Kamor to be able to get outside. And once he got outside, as you talked about, he hit second gear and nobody was catching him. In another lane, like I talked to Coach at, uh, on our Chick-fil-A coaches show, that's not just a hole. You can drive a car where Harris yes. runs. I mean, there's that much room. Wimmer in for the extra point. It is up and good. So with 45 seconds to go in the half, this back-and-forth game swings seven points to our side, 28-21. Yeah, very good job. And once again, you know, it's it, we made the defensive stand. We got the ball back, and that's where Coach Fawcett just said, look, hey, here we go. Let's settle down. Let's run a couple of plays. Let's see what we can do. And by that, you talked about, you know, the offensive line has just dominated there. They opened up a hole that I think I could run through right now, bad knees and all. But, you know, when you open up a hole like that for Kamor, he's you're not going to catch him. He's going to get through it, and he's going to turn it on. And, and he just did that and put us up again by seven. So 28-21 for the Tigers, and it's just great to see this type of football from this Comer Tiger really team 
tonight. It is. It's a blessing because most teams in that in that situation, you have 50, about you know 50 seconds to go and you have to score. It's not panic mode, but you're thinking I have to throw the football. I have to have that big play downfield throwing the ball. With this team, you can hit it in one play by handing it off to number 23. Just hand it off, tell your offensive line, do your job, and he's gone. He's off to the races. You're absolutely right. You don't have to depend on that big play, that throw, that pass. You can depend on that young man running the football. Wimmer's kick will go out of bounds at the <laughs> 36. You don't see that too often. Yeah, the official, you know, what we're kind of laughing about here and to tell our audience at home uh, that's listening is when the official threw the flag for the ball going out of bounds, you know, it was running up. I believe it was number nine there. Uh, that was uh, Cordez Harris was coming up the field and the flag hit Cordez. Cordez just kind of tapped it twice with his hand and tapped it right back to the ref. And so he had to throw it out. And, and this is one of those situations where we talked about where uh, <clears throat> the option that that uh, Ramburn had here was to either back uh, Comer up because the ball was kicked out of bounds and let him re-kick it or take the ball on the 35 or take it where it went out of bounds. As you see, they're going to start at their own 41 because it was further than the 35, so very good job by the coaching staff to accept that and say, hey, we want it on the 41, you know, instead of any other thing that we had. Yeah, 45 seconds to go in the half. Seven-point lead by Comer, and before they can even get lined up, you see Coach Fawcett coming out on the field call, calling a timeout and Coach Hale getting the all the defense over because the last thing you want to do, you scored so quick right there, you don't want to give anything up these last 45 seconds of the half. That's right, and both teams are really electric. They're, they're scoring very quickly. They're, they're doing things, and, and that's one of the things that Coach Fawcett, he, he probably wanted us to run two or three plays before we scored to get the clock eat down a little bit. But, hey, with this, that's where, you know, right now, coaches pulled them all together and said, look, defense, you've got to stand strong. we got 45 seconds. We want to carry this momentum into the, the locker room, and we want to carry this lead into the locker room. So I'm looking at you guys to make it happen. Ramburn will come out, trips right to the short side of the field. Single re receiver split to the left. They'll throw that way. Pass is up, and it is caught across the 40, and they'll mark the ball out at the 34-yard line with 39 seconds to go. Once again, I have to honestly say what great passing by the Ramburn Bulldogs. I, I have to give that young man credit, number 14. That is Michael Swafford. He He's throwing the football to a point to where – only his receivers can catch it, and that's just pinpoint accuracy, and that's what you need out of a quarterback in a situation like this. And repet repetition, repetition, repetition. Trips right. They'll throw right. And that time through into really good coverage. Boy, we got a really late flag coming in. Let's see how this one's going to go. I'm, I'm, I'm have a feeling it may go against Comer, but I'll let the two guys talk about it. They have the better view than they do than I do up here. Yeah, that's a that was it's going to be pass interference. That came, it came in a little late. That ball was kind of thrown. That was a sh that one was not where it was supposed to be. It was a little short, and the defender it's hard to hard to defend that because you're both in the same spot and. Right. That'll be a, a big penalty with 32 seconds to go in the half. That ball will, will be first and 10 from the 
19. Trips right. Swafford will roll that way. He's looking. Pass is a little low, and it'll be incomplete at the five. A really good job by the back judge there. He comes up making the call, saying that the ball hit the turf. So it's going to be second, second and 10 from the, the 19 with only about 27 seconds left. So another big stand by the Tigers right here is what we need there, Greg. They will break the huddle, and we're going to get – we've had more timeouts in one minute of football than we have the whole football game, but we don't want to break away because things are happening so quick right now. 27 seconds to go in the half, 28-21. Comer with the lead, but the Bulldogs have the football at the Comer 19 second down. Yeah, they're threatening on, you know, for Comer for sure. And this is where Ramburn is going to. They'll dial up something. They'll they'll look for that mismatch again, and uh, they'll try to get that pass playoff, I, I, I feel. I mean, I, I'm not their coach. I don't know exactly what they'll call, but I think that this is what Ramburn will do. They'll look for that mismatch. They'll find it, and then they'll make that, you know, that soft throw either toward the back of the end zone or toward post pattern across the middle. So this is where Comer's linebackers have got to be disciplined, and the defensive backs have got to be disciplined as far as looking up finding the quarterback, finding his eyes, finding where the ball's going, and then attacking and going to it. Ball on the left hash, single receiver that side, trips to the right. Pistol formation, Swafford will throw it down to about to 10 and a good hit, I believe. That, is that Harvey that came up again from his safety position? Yeah, it is Harvey. And that time, it was a little different. They, usually, they, Brent, they've been going to their taller receivers, getting that ball up in the air. That was one of the shorter receivers, uh, Mason Stewart. And that ball hung up and gave Harvey some time to come over there, and he put his shoulder in. Yep, and that's where, you know, they've got their big guy on the right side of the line right now. So that's bringing Harvey to the right side of the field a little bit in his safety position. But then they're trying to throw away from him. And, uh, and so that's what that was all for. Third and 19, Swafford will take off running with it. And he'll take it inside the 10 to the 6. And that is going to be a first down with 12 seconds to go in the half. And they'll, they'll run the clock. The clock is running. They may get one playoff. Swafford goes under center, and he'll have to clock it with two seconds to go in the half. 28-21. Comer hanging on to a seven-point lead. And Greg, these are the games that really get you, you know, I, I'm, I'm tensed. I, I'm, it's 2.5 two, it's <laughs> seconds. We've got a seven-point lead, but yet I'm tensed because it's like, oh, okay, let's get this over with. Let's go into halftime with a lead, you know, and, but then Ramburn was able to get under the ball. You know, as we talked about, the clock started, and then they adjusted the ball to a hash, and so that took some, you know, really some time away from Ramburn, and uh, but they were able to uh, to get it and just kind of spike it down, kill the clock, and uh, now they're lining up, and let's see what our Comer Tigers can do right yeah, here. Yeah, they're going to bunch it in on the short side. They got trips right, single receiver split wide to the left. Swafford, it's going to be a oh man, I, it looked like it was going to be a quarterback delay. But it wasn't. They tried to get the ball to Langley on that crossing pattern, and that is incomplete. And we are going to escape the. And I hate to say it that way, Brent, but we're going to escape the first half 
with a seven-point lead. That's right, but hey, we'll take it. And as you said, that was just one thing to where they were trying to get Langley right behind the, the defensive line in between them and the linebackers and get him across the middle. But I don't think Langley was even waiting for the ball. I don't know if he was ready for it because of the way the quarterback threw, the way uh, number 14, that was Swafford, the way he threw the ball. I just don't think Langley was looking for it. The ball hits the turf, which we'll take it. Time runs out. We go to the half with the lead, 28-21. So great job by our Tigers. And great job, Brent. We're going to step aside. We're going to get to our halftime show, and I believe we have a guest coming. He said he had to open the locker room for the uh, officials, and he'll be up here. So we'll get to interview Principal Judson Warlick. We'll take a break. You're listening to Comer Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Ever wonder why your friends are all members of Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union? It's the low auto loan rates, great checking accounts, and digital services with no fees. But most of all, it's the people helping people philosophy of caring for its members and communities. That's why Coosa Pines was voted best credit union, best auto loan, and best financial planning in the Coosa Valley for 2021. And why we say Coosa Pines is where you belong. Find Coosa Pines FCU on Facebook. Federally insured by NCUA, equal housing lender. Let Central Alabama Community College prepare you to be work ready for free. Enroll in the Ready to Work program and learn the skills you need to start a new career. Call 256-378-2017 to enroll. Classes are free and offered online. Don't let this free online training opportunity pass you by. Call 256-378-2017 today. Get ready to work with Central Alabama Community College's free online class. Call 256-378-2017. Central Alabama Community College. Central to you, central to your success. Whether you're a contractor or a DIY home improver, Van Zandt Hardware and Supply has what you need. From paint, pipes, and tools, and they're a yellow wood distributor as well. Plus, they have professional advice if you need it. Go to Van Zandt Hardware and Supply on Highway 280 in Oak Grove, where perfection for the customer isn't a privilege, it's a standard. is the Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union Halftime Show on the Comer Sports Network. Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union, where you belong. Welcome in to the Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union Halftime Show. Greg Wyckoff, Brent Ashley. Appreciate all the nice comments. Randy Kane. Listening in live. On the radio, Alabama Sports app. And as always, uh, Mr. Michael Adair, thank you for your nice comments. Yeah, it, is, it is good to hear from them, and uh, we appreciate all the, the, the comments that's coming through right now. And, uh, you know, it, it's great to be here with you, Greg, because, you know, I was, I was looking forward to this, you know, when, when – when Jeremy and Michael and them called me and said, hey, Randy's stepping out of town. We need somebody to, to help Greg out. And uh, I said, hey, gladly. And being an alumni and seeing 
how are you know I, I keep up with Comer don't get me wrong whenever you know I do call I'm the color analysis for uh, analyst for uh, Silicaga but I still keep up with Comer because I want to know what they're doing I want to know how the things are going and when coach Fawcett took the head coaching job I definitely spiked my interest as far as wanting to know exactly what he can do with this program and so far Ladies and gentlemen, if you're in my voice range and you're hearing this on the radio, I want you to make plans to come to a game live and watch these young men play because I want the diet regimen, the workout regimen, all of the stuff that Coach Fawcett and them's doing with this team, and I want to shift it over and, and say, hey, you know, Coach Carter, let's see if we can push this because the size of these young men is just blowing my mind, you know, at, at, at just how big and athletic they are. Well, one of the factors, if you're a senior on this team, whether you are on this football team or cheerleader or you eat at Coach's house on Thursday night. I mean, it, nothing stops that. I mean, there, nothing stops the schedule. It is set in concrete. You do not mess with his Thursday night senior dinner. And I always thought it was a dinner somewhere, but no, it, he, they come to his house. That's, and uh, that's something special. Yeah, and it is, and that's that that's that connection. That's what you and I talked about during pregame. Is Coach Fawcett? He has that connection with his athletes. It's it's one of those things to where he wants you to understand. And like Greg said, it's not just your football players. It's your cheerleaders. It's your basketball players. It's your baseball players. It's all those seniors that's a part of this program. It's the whole program. It's not just hey. We're, we want to dominate in football. No, it, it's nothing like that at Comer now. It is we want to dominate in football, baseball, softball, volleyball, cheering, you know, band, whatever we have, we want to dominate. And so that brings all of this together as a family. And that's why I understand now calling this game and seeing what I'm seeing in the stands is this is why it's called Tiger Nation. And all other high schools need to take note because this is this is awesome. And and it comes, you know, there. Iron sharpens iron, like I, we talked about when I got to talk to the football team. And, and coaches surrounded himself with some good coaches. And but what he said to me at first, I, I stepped to the side. But the more I thought about it, you know, he wants everything Silicaga has, the network, all of that. But he said, I want it to be even better. And, and that is something, I mean, you've got a coach with a vision. You know, it's not that he wants to be like anybody. He wants to be better than anybody in every facet of the way. Well, that's his, that's his ultimate goal. His ultimate goal is to put this program back where it, it was once before. I mean, you got to realize there's one thing in my heart that I'd love to see come back as, you know, as a, as a Comer alumni. I want the Iron Bowl back toward a point where Comer and Silicaga are playing the final game of the season right there at Halloween as it always been to where we can get back to having the bonfires on Thursday night. We can get back to having, you know, the big pep rallies, the parades and things like that that, you know, and then, you know, us, Comer, take the home side one year. Sylacauga has to sit on the visitor side and then flip it over the next. I want all that back. And the only way to get that back is to have a coach like that that has that vision to where that's his ultimate goal is to get bigger than they were before. Well, we're listening in. We kind of cheated and put the 
microphone out. I love hearing the band, so we've got the microphone turned up a little bit uh, for the Bulldog Marching Band. So we're about 13 minutes away from the kickoff of the second half, 28-21. If you're just tuning in, a really back and forth first half. And uh, <laughs> all the way down to where we score with under a minute to go in the game, and they're able to bring the ball all the way back down inside the five and just miss a pass down here to end the half, or it would be a 28-28 game. Yeah, and, and that's one of those things, Greg, that that we talk about, you know, where, you know, it's 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 going to be that way through this whole tw uh, 48 minutes, and now the last 24 minutes is really going to be tense. But on that drive that Ramburn had, you know, we talk about, okay, you know, Comer had to make sure that they didn't do much as far as to hurt themselves, and they had two penalties that kind of give Ramburn a little bit better field position, you know, and put them down there. But then all of a sudden you've seen that big defense step up. And when they stepped up, that was all they could do is say, hey, you're not going to score on us. We're not going to let that happen. So taking that momentum back into the locker room is outstanding. Well, well Brent, one thing I've noticed and what I talked to Coach about, I, we're seeing week by week the best of what I think we're going to see all year long. I, I thought in the Lynette game, we saw the best quarterback we're going to face. In the Lafayette game, we face the best running back we may face all year. And tonight, we're, we're facing a team that's running routes like we've never seen before. We're not, they're not, they don't run, they run vertically down the field, but they run a lot of crossing patterns, a very complex passing game that you're not going to see from very many teams. So I try to step back, I try not to get caught up in the moment. I try to, I try to take a step back and look at it and look week by week all these pieces that are adding up for what could be something very special for our team, what they're being exposed to uh, at the end of the season. Yeah, and, and that's what you want. That's you, you want your team to be able to face this type of talent. You know, like you said, we faced a good running back last week. Week before that, we faced a good quarterback. But it's just to that point where they go, okay, they learn how to – you know, make sure, okay, we have to contain this. This week we had to contain this. So they learned that. And now that they have seen this play for, for a, a half of the game, they understand now that, okay, these matchups, our defensive backs have got to stay back. We've got to stay a little more disciplined because they're not going to try to run the ball much. They're going to try to throw it. So with that, that's going to be to the keys later in the season. When you get to the film day and you're looking at the film of the team you're about to take place, and they say, okay, they've got a good running back, but yet they've got a quarterback that can throw. So then that automatically triggers your defense to say, yes, we keep our front line doing exactly what they're doing, but then our defensive backs and linebackers, hey, guys, keep your heads up, look for what the quarterback's doing, look for what that running back's doing, and then attack. And that's, that's all it'll take. It just teaches them as we go. The Comer Tiger Marching Band on the field. We'll wait till the uh, the PA calms down a little bit right here. We'll, we'll turn them up on the field. That's where get everybody uh, a little sense. In a little while, I'll go Facebook Live on our Comer Sports Network page. I'll get on Facebook Live. I always like to just get our view out to the fans and what we see, and then they can see the stands, see the field. Um, and we talked about a couple of 
well, four years ago, we had 14 football players. Well, it was not very long ago either. We had about 14 band members, too. Right. And look at this. I mean, like you said, it's not just the football team. It's not just the baseball team, the basketball team, the volleyball team, the cheerleaders. It is, it's, I call it being infectious and being contagious. And it's Tiger Nation. That's what it is. It's Tiger Nation. That's all you can say. It's all you can say. I mean, it, it is good to see this many young young you know men and women out here and you know doing this halftime show bringing you know the comer band back uh, to where it was uh, you know many years ago it was you know a great award-winning band and uh, now it's good to see it building back up we'll listen in for just a second the Comer Tiger Marching Band. It's 28-21. We're at halftime from Legion Stadium. We'll take a quick break, and we'll be right back for more of the halftime show. You're listening to Comer Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pine, Coosa Pine's Federal Credit Union. The numbers speak for themselves. I'm Dr. Jared Spear at Childersburg Primary Care. 96% average patient satisfaction. That's what Sculpt treatments provide at Childersburg Primary Care. MSculpt helps strengthen your muscles in a non-invasive and painless way with a 16% average increase in muscle mass. Experience MSculpt for yourself. Let MSculpt at Childersburg Primary Care help you redefine your muscles. Online at childersburgprimarycare.com. Welcome back to the Comer Sports Network. Sorry about that quick little break right there, but whenever you have a distinguished guest that walks into the booth, I mean, Brent, you have to just shut the system down yeah. and give him the mic. You have to. You have to stop everything, halt everything, because, you know, the, the red carpet rolled out. I didn't know what was going on, Greg. I'm going to be honest with you. I mean, i never seen it. The red carpet rolled out. The lights dimmed down, and then, you know, it was fireworks a little bit here, and I was like, okay, Greg, who we got coming? So, Introduce this, this special guest to the world <laughs> and to Tiger Nation. Baby Comer High School Principal, Mr. Judson Warlick, we appreciate you uh, coming on again. As you, you've had every year we've, we've done this broadcast, you've been so gracious to come on. No, I appreciate us. you having me on. A different school year this year. I thought, what's, what's the first question I can ask? And I said, man, this, this just has to be it because it's the first question everybody asks. It's a... Uh, back to normal but not quite normal you got the, got the kids back i know the parents are really happy about that because they just they had a, they they had to be parents i hate to say it that they had to be parents and now that now you're the parent again how does that feel yeah it's uh you know the, the thing about education is is consistency is is what you want and over the last couple of years we definitely haven't had that but uh it has been nice having our kids back five days a week uh we just had a report from our superintendent uh, we have done a mass mandate in Talladega County, and we're going to keep doing that mass mandate for the next three weeks. We've uh, 
we've seen our numbers, uh, COVID numbers drop uh, to the single digits, which we haven't had in, in a long time. So, you know, if the masks are working, then we're going to keep doing it because we want to keep seeing our kids five days a week. So right now we don't have plans to do blended because we don't need to. So uh, we, we're really excited about that. Uh, last couple of years have been challenging with uh you know split days with split weeks uh yeah it's just that's hard to teach that way but uh five days a week uh, we're liking it and right now everything seems to be going in the direction that that we're going to keep it that way yes because it's very hard to have the comer nation if you don't have the nation I mean, it, right half a nation is. at a time yeah that's definitely right. definitely and two really you know you talk about that to where to me, the consistency for you know these student athletes and students all together is the key. And when they come to school for one day and then they go home, or come to school for a couple of days and then they're at home for a couple of days, you know it, it's like they fall out of a rhythm. You know, and and a lot of people don't understand that you know for for a child today, you know that consistent rhythm is what they need. They need to get up at the same time. They need to eat at the same time. They need classes at the same time. They need to go to bed at the same time. That way their body begins to understand what they need to. So it's great to hear the principal talk about the safety, you know, of the children as far as, you know, making sure they have their mask, making sure that, you know, they're wearing it and they're protecting them. So it's great to have you, you know, looking out after our young, you know, men and women and what they're doing every day. We do appreciate y'all. But from a faculty side of it, how do y'all prepare every day for the for the, the the young men and women to hit the schools you know campus what are you doing to prepare for that well i mean uh the consistency also goes for the teachers as well because when we're doing blended instruction they're 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 doing a lesson for in person but then also one for virtual uh what we're seeing now is is you know the teachers are uh being able to be a little more productive because they can do one set of lessons as that that will apply to everyone on every day so uh um you know the consistency helps uh with the students but it also helps with the teachers it also helps with administration i, I would say that's probably been the biggest struggle right now is the students coming back and they knew my expectations this is my 10th year at, at comer and for the first seven years they they knew my expectations they knew what was expected every day well, with these last two years, I, I feel like those expectations have uh, dropped off a little bit. So, or at least, um, at least as far as the students knowing what I expected. But uh, so these first few weeks, uh, we've really been working to try to get back into that rhythm, into that consistency. So the teachers are liking it because they like to see their kids every day. They're liking to see the kid. you know, they like seeing their kids every day. Uh, it helps them with their planning because they're more consistent with their planning, uh, not having to break it up as much. So, yeah, ha having everybody back five days a week is, is a win-win. And our superintendent just, uh, just announced today we're going to continue the mask at least until October the 3rd. Uh, if, if it's working, why, why mess with it? And so that's kind of the, uh, that's kind of the attitude that we have. So, Well, Mr. Warlick, there's, there's big plans in, in the future. We got to talk about it last week with, with a really older alumni. And as you, the principal, um, the talk of the new stadium, uh, a, new, a new facility, you, your own. I mean, that, that's right. about the only right. way I, have, I can say it. Your own is, is coming. How, right. how do you feel about that for your school? Well, we're, you know, very excited to partner with, um, you know, 
the state uh, has, has allocated money, partnering with SAFE, partnering with Sylacauga High School to, to come up with that learning hub. Um, the stadium is kind of the second phase of that project. Uh, first, first phase, of course, will be uh, a cleanup. And so uh, uh, the state uh, awarded us 100 and, uh, or $1.75 million for the cleanup. Uh, but we're real excited. Um, uh, it's like one of my students said in, in, the, in their speech, it, it just brings hope back. It's, it's kind of depressing to drive by the Avondale and see what used to be, but yes, it's, it inspires hope to know what it could be now, to see the plans that, that the, uh, the, that the uh, school system and SAFE and the state have for, the, for, that, pro, uh, for that property uh, to create the learning hub for the community. You know, Avondale was, for, for such a long time, was, was the fixture here in Sylacauga High School. It was a focal point. And, you know, now we're looking at creating a new focal point for our, or for our system that will help surrounding counties, everybody in the surrounding area. So, yeah, we're, we are really excited about that. Uh, we had the uh, honor of having uh, Governor Ivey come down a few weeks ago uh, for a presentation. Um, some of the students were able to meet her. So, uh, uh, yeah, everybody understands how big that is. Um, and, again, the football stadium, it, it will come later at an undetermined time. But, uh, uh, yeah, just just thinking of the fact that there's going to be a uh, – a football stadium for BB Cumber High School. That's uh, that's great. That's great. And that the learning hub I've I've heard is a kind of a one of a kind in the state of Alabama. Right. Yeah. It's 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 going to be a very unique, uh, very unique situation. Our students will be able to. Uh, to, to work on some career tech programs. We will uh, have adult classes for adults to come in for some career tech programs. Uh, we, we can use this for, for office space, for meeting spaces. Uh, there's going to be a walking track, possibly a new uh, uh, community garden. So, yeah, there's, uh, they, they have some great plans, and um, it's just, yeah, I think it's going to be great for B.B. Comer, for Sylacauga, and for Talladega County. Well, Mr. Warlick, I think we are getting ready to get things here but i just wanted to, to finish with this you know i know we talk about coach fawcett all the time and what he's doing for this program and, and what he's done but you you've mentioned you've been here for 10 years and i want to thank you for all that you have done well thank you yeah i because, appreciate that because there there's a tree and then there's roots to the tree right and, and, and you are you are the root to the success that we see today. So I, I appreciate everything you do for these kids, your faculty, and especially supporting the, the athletic part. part of right, these right. Well, and that's one of my favorite analogies is, uh, you know, from, a, from an acorn, you, you, you get a mighty oak. But, uh, yeah, you, what you don't see are the roots and the foundation underneath it. But, uh, yeah, so we, we try to be that, and, and we, we do that so our students and our teachers can flourish. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're seeing some some big gains here over the last few years, and I think it comes back to that word we started with to begin with is consistency. And, and you know, uh, uh, with uh, Coach Fawcett being here for a few years and, and having a buy-in from the students and the parents, uh, you know, just, again, staying true to, to, to what you are and, and being consistent, and uh, we're seeing good things from that. Well, we appreciate you taking the time. I see you've got a ton of keys in your hand. You are, that means you are one of the most important people around here. We're going to let you get back to what, what you do best. Well, Greg, as we said, the red carpet rolled out, the lights dim, fireworks happened. I mean, we knew we had a guest coming. There we go. There we go. All right. Well, thank you for having me on. Thank you, Principal Warwick. Thank you very much. We're going to take a quick break and get right back to third quarter action. You're listening to Comer Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pine 
federal. Let me start over. I I I I that. I, I, I speeded a bit on that one. Uh, the <laughs> the Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union, and they can't get mad at me because I bank there. So, and I appreciate everything they do. So they can't say anything about that. We'll be right back. Prescription drugs, over-the-counter medication, home health care needs. It can all be overwhelming if you don't know exactly what you need. It's Jared and Jacob Johnson from Marble City Pharmacy. We're here for all your medication needs. Have a question about medication? Come see us at Marble City Pharmacy. We're invested in you just like family. Marble City Pharmacy, here for life. Online at MarbleCityPharmacy.com. The third quarter is brought to you by Coosa Valley Medical Center. Welcome back to third quarter action. B.B. Comer Sports Network presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union and our third quarter by Coosa Valley Medical Center. Greg Wyckoff and the illustrious one next to me. Rick Flair doesn't have anything on him. Brent Ashley. I put you in Ric Flair category there, buddy. And that is a onside kick, which is going to be – didn't go 10 yards, did it? Well, it didn't go 10 yards, and it also went out of bounds. So <clears throat> it's going to be interesting and in, in how they kind of – but I'm pretty sure Comer's going to say we want it right there because it didn't make it past the 50. It's actually on you know, it's on Rambrin's 48. So – And then they're going to take a – walk five yards off that is that for the kick going out of bounds that's for the kick not going 10 yards and then them touching it before it went out of bounds they had an illegal touch there so that moved it back or moved it up five more yards first and ten Devontae carmichael handed off to harris boy one of the few times they're able to get through the line of scrimmage and that'll be a no game yeah that's that's very you know that's that's very unlikely on this defense, I mean, on this offense to where they do not get positive yardage. You know, you'll see that every now and then, but but that's just where, you know, the blocking scheme just, you know, they're probably not really warmed back up yet after halftime, but you'll see them come back and they'll start dominating once again. Welch, Weed, Garrett trips to the left. The pass will go to Garrett. He's the inside receiver, and that pass is complete to the 35. Not bad for a running back in the slot in the middle position in that trips formation yeah very good job on the trips formation when you have that you're looking at your lead which is your guy on the far out where he's taken downfield either doing the post or, or out to a uh, <clears throat> to the pattern but he if you don't get him then that's where that running back comes in and you gotta have good hands which he did puts us in a third and three situation Garrett's in right inside receiver to the right they'll hand it off to Harris and he'll move the pile inside the 35 to the 34. Looks like maybe about a yard and a half short of the first down. Yeah, he is a little bit short. We're looking at fourth and about a yard and a half. They're going to mark him right at two yards. And uh, so I look for Comer here to, to kind of to put some beef in here and uh, and really get the ball up to where they can get Kamor, you know, get him a little bit more speed and get him to that line a little bit harder. Eye backfield. Adam Odom's your fullback. Quarterback sneak. Devontae Carmichael gets through. I thought his knee was on the ground. The ball came out. 
and they will call him down. As he kind of slammed to the ground, the ball came out. But that'll be a first down at the 31. Yeah, really good call. I was I took a deep breath there. The the line judge on this side, or excuse me, the side judge on this side threw his bean bag, so I thought, okay, it may have been a fumble, but that's where the umpire comes in and the white cap comes in and says, no, he was on the ground before the ball come out. So Comer's ball first and ten. Carmichael looking to throw. He's got a receiver open. That's Weed. And the pass just a little underthrown at the five. Weed had gotten past the defender straight down the middle of the field. Yeah, Weed was I mean, he had the he had it, he had it beat. He had his defender beat by at least uh, two yards. The ball was just thrown a little bit short, and that allowed Cade Garrett, number four for Ramburn, to be able to just try to turn himself around because he seen Weed break back toward the ball. So he turned himself around and almost intercepted, but Fell away, second and 10 for our Tigers. Weed will come out of the game. Welch split wide to the left. They'll hand it off to Harris. 25, 20, still on his feet. One man to beat, and you're not going to catch him. Touchdown, Comer. Just great balance on that run. To see that play in person, I hope I can describe this to you guys. He came, Harris came out to the left. Once he came through the line on the left, he followed his guard, opened up the hole. Then he made a quick cut back to the right that put him back into the middle of the field. Once he got back into the middle of the field, he ran toward an angle toward the back pylon in the end zone and scored easily with nobody touching him. Great job by Harris. The extra point, Murphy with the snap. Good snap, good hold by Carmichael, and the kick is up by Wimmer. And it is up and good so quickly here in the third quarter. 9.49 to go in the third, 35-21. Comer with the lead. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Comer Sports Network presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. You need a local insurance agent, someone that lives in your community, someone that can be there at the drop of a hat, like a good neighbor. State Farm Agent Albie Steers can help you identify your insurance needs and help you choose the right policy. And when you need him, State Farm Agent Albie Steers is there for you. State Farm Agent Albie Steers in Sylacauga. Online at albiesteers.net. Welcome back to Legion Stadium. Greg Wyckoff, Brent Atchley. Randy Kane laying on his bed in Tifton, Georgia, listening to the Radio Alabama Sports app. How cool is that? Yeah, that, that is really cool to be able to broadcast out to where we have technology today to where everything can be reached through an app, you know, through Facebook, something of that nature to where, you know, now it's unlimited at how far away you can be uh, to listen to a ball game. And uh, for me, last year or year before last, uh, one of the Silicaga games, I was actually in Japan listening to a ball game and i was not able to be at home and and it was pretty cool to be able to sit in japan and watch a silicaga high school game on you know one of the live apps so it, it was pretty cool to have this technology today to where people like randy and other alumni out there that can can listen to the game i know i think my uncle danny right now is is down in uh, kellington alabama and he is uh, watching i know he's listening to the game right now as well Return by Kraft brings it up to the 33. It will be first and 10. The handoff goes to Harmon, and he kind of trips and mumbles his way, not trying, really couldn't get upfield running east and west, and you can't do that on this defense. It's, it's the pursuit. It's, it's what I like to see. What I'm really loving about this defense is everybody pursues the football extremely well. It's not 
they don't get themselves caught up and they don't get themselves taken out of the play. They all pursue to the ball to where no matter where which which side the ball's coming in on, everybody moves to it. So it's a really good characteristic for this Comer defense. Harmon again with the football. They try a little misdirection in the backfield, but the defense stayed at home. It'll be a two-yard gain to bring up third and eight. Yeah, big Zach Carpenter. He was one that just blew that play up. Zach was in the backfield at least three or four yards deep, and he had him for a sack and just couldn't quite get a grasp on him. And when, when the play was finally over, I looked up, and big Zach was just kind of hitting himself on the head going, I had it, I had it, and I let him go. So, But good job, though, Zach, we're getting back there, big man. Swafford looking to throw pressure in the backfield. That's Murphy back there, and he puts enough pressure on him. He forces a low pass looking for Harmon. Yeah, Murphy came from his, his outside linebacker position on the left side of the ball, and that's where the, the play was trying to go was to the left side. And Murphy, he stunned in. Once he stunned in, he rolled back out, rolled all the way around the end, and the end never picked him up, and that gave him a straight line to the quarterback, disrupted that play, and now it's putting the Ramburn Bulldogs in a punt situation. Richard Weed back to receive. This is a driving punt that'll hit the 25, take a big bulldog, bulldog roll inside the 15 to the 14. Yeah, really good job. And I noticed that about the Ramburn when they were warming up today. I, I kind of look, I like to look at the kicking teams on both sides just to kind of see, you know, what we can look at. And, and that was one of the things that I noticed about Ramburn. If they did have to punt, it was going to be very inconsistent, you know. But then every now and then he would get a hold of one like that and get it down. And, and that time he, he really did, Greg. Not a real high kick, but a good line drive solid that took a Ramburn roll and put our Comer Tigers down at the 10, or excuse me, at the 15, 14 yard line. First and 10. This will go live on our Comer Sports Network page. Mr. Brent Ashley in, <laughs> in the skin, as they say. Yes. Handoff goes to Harris. He'll bang his way up over the 15 to the 16. A gain of two on first down. I really like the way this this excuse me the offensive line is just pushing. I mean the the surge they're getting, the push they're getting off that line. It, you know. As a quarterback, as a running back, you, you love that because it's allowing you to call plays that you can eat the clock up, you can gain yardage, and keep the ball for a long time. Trips left. Carmichael will throw to the right side of the formation. I believe that is James Carmichael up there. Yeah, he was throwing to James on that play, but then uh, number four for Ramburn, uh, Cade Garrett, come off his uh, – really the backs the left side defensive back position and just got his hands up because as they'll teach you all the young guys out there if you can't get to the ball get your hands up and that's what he did and knocked it away third down carmichael going deep it's looking for weed and that pass is caught over the 50 yard line great reception richard weed aka noodle with a defender on him is able to haul it down for a big third down conversion you know, Greg, that's one of those players that uh, he can make things happen, and it's very electric. And uh, with that play, if 
uh, there was a little bit more on the ball. If you could lead Weed a little bit more, if you could lead him out there, I really feel like that he could make some exciting things happen for the Tigers. First down from the 47. That's Harris still on his feet. As he always seems a knack away to fall forward, will pick up three yards on first down. Ladies, Kamor is one of these athletes that, you know, he had about seven or eight guys on top of him when he was trying to run that ball, and he just carried them as far as he could. Uh, we have a player down on the field right now. So while the coaches go out to check on that, 6.59 to go in the third quarter, 35-21. Comer with the lead. We'll take a quick break. You're listening to the Comer Sports Network presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Please come by to enjoy some of the great deals at Coosa Valley Auto Sales in beautiful Sylacauga, Alabama. Get up to $10,000 off 2017 and 2018 F-150 4x4s. Please enjoy the game and come by and see us at 35184 Highway 280 in beautiful Sylacauga, Alabama from 1030 in the morning until 5 o'clock p.m. Monday through Friday and 1030 until 1230 on Saturdays. Call us at 256-267-0296. Welcome back to Legion Stadium. That is Harris making his way off the field, and that's a good thing. He's limping, but on his own power, that's always good to see, Brent. Yeah, it's always good to see, especially with uh, a young man like that. You know, as talented as he is, it's good to see him walking off on his own power. And, uh, you know, but that's sometimes that's what happens whenever you have that type of, of athleticism and, and that power to where you're carrying three or four guys and they're trying to get you down. It's just that you may go down a little bit awkward and, you know, tweak a knee or tweak an ankle or something but you know right now the way it looks he's jogging down the sidelines so it looks good for us that uh, that he's going to be okay empty backfield carmichael will take it himself down to the 40 yard line where it'll be third and three see brent we need to be facebook live all the time we're gaining we're, we're, ga we're gaining views gaining views that's right that's the you know that's that's the name of the game but Again, empty backfield. Carmichael will keep it. He'll put his head down. He'll cross the 40, but I don't think he'll pick it up. He's going to be about two yards short. They'll mark him down at the 39. He needs to go to the 37 to pick up the first down. Yeah, on that, Carmichael must have seen something behind his blocking because a hole or something had to open up that he thought he could get through, but then Ramburn's defense kind of closed down on him real quick. So, But if he'd have followed out on the blockers, he may have, he may have gotten the first down, but with this, we're fourth and two, and uh, we got another empty backfield with wideouts on both sides. Fourth down now. This time, Carmichael looking to throw. He throws it back across the middle of the field, and that ball is going to be intercepted at the 27. And that's Austin Olds who picks that ball off. That pass a little bit behind. Yeah, it's one of those plays to where, you know, we have to have that lead the receiver. If it's leading the receiver, 
Then the receiver's able to run into it, make the play, but it was thrown just behind him a little bit. So when it was thrown behind him, that just allowed the defensive player to be able to get there, make the interception, and turn and go the other way. And that puts Ramburn Bulldogs first and 10 from the 40. We're at our mid-quarter break, 529 to go in the third quarter, 35-21. The Tigers with the lead will take a quick break. You're listening to the, to the Comer Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. These are roaring with hometown pride. Here at First Bank of Alabama, our bank family is cheering for your team, too. We support all our local communities with state-of-the-art banking. From checking to savings, construction loans, home equity, and home mortgages, we provide all of your consumer and commercial banking needs. We want you to bank how you want, whether it's online, in-person, mobile, or telephone banking. We make it easy for you. Visit us at firstbankal.com to find the most convenient way for you to bank. First Bank of Alabama, where you are first. First Bank of Alabama, member FDIC, equal housing lending. Welcome back to Legion Stadium. Third quarter, 529 to go in the third. 35-21, Comer with the lead. But the Bulldogs coming off the interception. I'm going to have to get off Facebook Live because it's too hard to uh, – I know my camera skills are not very good. Fumble on the pitch, and that's going to be picked up. What do they say? Uh, we had an inadvertent whistle. Uh, and what happens here is, is when the ball came out, a referee actually blew the whistle too early. Beanbags came out from two spots, so they definitely may have to rule this as a fumble. But here's the key. The key is, did Comer have possession of the ball before the whistle was blown? If they did, then Comer will keep the ball. If they did not, then the ball will go back to Ramburn because the whistle, as soon as it's blown, kills the play so whoever has possession and that's what they're talking about right now they're they're wanting to know who had the ball whenever the whistle was blown that way they can get it back to the person that it belongs to and here's the call oh they're gonna say man that's i yeah i just i i'll that's, plead i'll plead the fifth on that yeah well i'll, I'll, I be, mean, I'll it, be nice right now yeah it, it's tough it, it, it's tough because you know that those kind of calls you know, those kind of calls are tough, but it looks like what they're actually going to do is just replay the down altogether, which I don't understand that. Uh, it should just be Ramburn's ball at the 36, but but as we said, on an inadverted whistle, it goes, when the whistle happens, the play is automatically dead, so you have to give the ball to who had possession of it. Swalford looking to throw. That pass is complete. No, it's not as complete. It's a completed pass, but it is out of bounds down at the 42. I want to say thank you to Miss Autumn Ham for saying let's go Tigers on our Facebook Live page, but I'm going to have to finish it right now and get back to what I tried to do the best I can. Well, Greg, that's one of the things to where a lot of the alumni from Comer is starting to support the Tiger Nation and starting to get this stuff built up. So if you can hear me and you're an alumni, you want to support them, get in touch with the Comer Alumni Association and start supporting these Tigers. And, you know, you never know. We may be able to put it in a position to where we can get this put on Facebook Live every week. We can get it to where you can watch the football game, you know, from a hotel room in Georgia or from – you know, as I spoke of a while ago, all the way across the country in Japan. So if you're an alumni out there, get 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 behind this Tiger Nation. 
get out there and get supporting them and uh, a lot of good things that the alumni does for this program. Crossing route was caught. Great tackle by Devontae Carmichael. It'll actually be a, a loss of one and bring up third and 11. Ball on the Bulldog, 39. Twins left, single receiver to the right. Swafford back in the shotgun. He looks to throw across the middle of the field, has a receiver wide open. He catches it, but he takes some punishment from DeLeon Welch. Yeah, right there, uh, excuse me, Kraft just, he just took some punishment. Welch was the one, he just had a deadbeat on him, and it was one of those things he knew that Kraft was gonna catch it, but he made him pay for it. And uh, so he'll think twice about getting that, really making that catch again across the middle. But he jumped right up, first down, ball at the Comer 44-yard line. Trips left, single receiver to the right. The ball on the right hash, pistol formation. Swafford looking to throw. Pass downfield. He's got a receiver with a step, and it is complete. And that pass is complete. I believe that is Langley again. And Langley, Langley will be taken down at the two. I believe there was a, after he was all down, I think he and Welch kind of tussled for the ball. Welch came up with the ball, but it didn't really matter because the ball was already marked down at the two. But, Brent, there is a good sign on the field. Number 23 back on the field. Yep, he was walking back over and walking. It really, it's still a little ginger, but yet he's he's back out there, and uh, he Kamora's ready to go. First and goal, and they'll put Langley in the backfield. And he'll take it in for two yards, untouched. And this is where, you know, we, we talk about, you know, Coach Fawcett in the, in the coaches show yesterday. You know, he, he talked about having to play a full game. He wanted them to play a full game. And so this is where we are. Three minutes and 45 seconds left in the third. And our Tigers have, you know, they, we got to keep going. Don't slow down here. Don't let Ramburn get any kind of uh, momentum. And just keep playing for all 48 minutes. Mitchell with the extra point. And the Bulldogs will get within seven. 345 to go in the third quarter. 35-28. Tigers with the lead. We'll take a quick break. You're listening to the Comer Sports Network presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. At Cup of Grace Cafe, introducing their newest breakfast item, the low-carb breakfast bowl. It's eggs, cheese, and spinach. You can add bacon, sausage, turkey, or ham, or any other menu item you would like. Order online for pickup or curbside. Cup of Grace on First Street in both Sylacauga and Childersburg. Taste it and love Welcome back, Legion Stadium. Third quarter presented to you by Coosa Valley Medical Center. And we are the Comer Sports Network presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. 345 to go in the third quarter. We'll do a quick station ID, WFXO HD2, Stewartville, Sylacauga. That is another onside kick attempt. 
This time it does go 10 yards, but I believe that was Jay Gaddis. Is that right, number 14? That's it. Jay, <clears throat> Jay just covers it up, gets down to the ground, and we're starting on our own 49-yard line. And now you don't say you need to score, but in this kind of game, every time you touch the ball, you kind of need to score because it's score almost not at will, but almost score at will for these offenses. Right. Well, every time you touch it on this type of game here, you know, clock management is going to be one of those things. You need to run that clock, but you do need to put points on the board. Uh, you don't need to, to really hurt yourself and, and get things going, but we just had a fumble out of the backfield, Greg. Yeah, Raylon Sims in at running back. The handoff goes to him and be fumbled at the 49 where the Bulldogs will take over on offense. Now this is where you have to ask your defense to you have to step up here. You know, you want to three and out, you need a big play. You just you just gave them a big play. Let's get a big play. Swafford in the shotgun, twins right, single receiver to the left. Harmon in the backfield with him. Play action. They're going to swing it out of the backfield. And that's Langley. And again, a perfect pass as he comes all the way around in the backfield and they swing it out to him and he catches it in stride and takes it down to the 21. Well, when they put that in motion, that gave Comer a little bit of trouble there because when that when the receiver comes out from off the left side and starts to come through the backfield, that's where your one of your linebackers should be following him across because of where he was lined up. And we really didn't do that, and so that left him wide open. So when he did make the catch, that's where the defensive ends and the actual defensive backs were pulled to the middle of the field, so they had to make turns and get back as quick as they could. Trips left, single receiver to the right. They'll hand it off to Harmon, and that's Murphy who shoots through the line of scrimmage. No gain. I really have to give little John Murphy his props because this young man is very quick, and in that linebacker position, you know, you, you look at a linebacker and you think real thick. You think, you know, you know, hard, you know, a lot of lower lower body strength but little john is just so quick and he's small enough to get through holes and, and make tackles every time second 11 that pass is complete they'll give him forward progress so he's hit as soon as he's caught no market at the 17 and it'll bring up third and six big stand right here greg big stand this is where the the, the defensive line they need to look at their linebacker core and say, look, we're fixing to stand these guys up. We want you to bust these holes. We want you to get in there and make things happen. Trips left, single receiver to the right. Swalford looking to throw. And that pass is too long and incomplete. <clears throat> Looked like there was a little miscommunication, but good um, – Good coverage down there. I believe that was Welch on the coverage. Yeah, Welch had coverage out. Really done. Welch done his job exactly what he needed to do. And the, that big line must have heard what I said because when they come through there, that really pushed uh, Swarford to a point to where he had to make a decision quick, and he just kind of overthrew his receiver and couldn't do anything with it. Big down, fourth and six. They'll motion trips to the left. Though Swarford will roll to the left. That pass is going to be up and incomplete. And I believe, is that? 
Welch again on the coverage on the other side of the field. Yeah, that's where Welch, Welch followed this guy in motion, and, and Welch stayed with him all the way across the field because normally Welch is on the right side of the football and uh, in his defensive back position, but then this is where he went all the way across, stayed with his guy, come up, made a great, great defensive uh, uh, pass uh, block on that and to keep them from getting the first down, and now it goes over on downs to our Tigers, first and ten. Ball on the left hash, still motion. Now they'll give a, a pot pass. That's Weed. He tries to turn the corner, and he does. 20, 25, 30, and he is out on the loose. Will he be caught? 40, 30. They are not going to touch him. 10, 5, Richard Weed, noodle, touchdown. And that is definitely how you get a nickname. And noodle, Weed, he, that, that young man turned it on. When he came through the line, I thought that for surely they had him. You know, they had him wrapped up around his waist, and he made a turn to his left that I totally enjoyed watching because when he made that plant with his right foot and went left, he opened up that hole and was able to take off, and, Greg, nobody was going to catch him. We've waited for it, and we've waited, and it was finally delivered. Wimmer with the extra point. It is up and good, so 137 to go in the third quarter. 42 to 28. Greg, before we go to break, I want to say one thing. When we're sitting here and I'm watching this game, there's a lot of times where Comer, I've known for many years, had to go for two. Now they've got a kicker. And this young man, Wimmer, he is doing an outstanding job right now as far as kicking extra points. Noah Wimmer, hats off to you, young man. He's a 10th grader, so got some good things coming for Comer. We'll just we'll keep it right here because another okay. part of that is the part of getting the ball back there, which we've had issues the past two years of even getting the ball to the quarterback, getting the ball to the punter, and especially you never would have thought we would be able to get the ball to, to, to a holder on a field goal or kickoff. And, and who is... Who is that man again? John Murphy. Yes. The little bitty guy that does a lot. I mean, when you have a John Murphy, you have a, you have a kid that's playing with heart. His whole body is heart. You know, and it's where it's like, hey, if you played, if, if you were the size of Kamari and playing with the exact same heart that John has, then, you know, you'd be heads and tails above everybody. And that's what you like to see out of athletes like little John is the fact that he can do it all and he puts everything he has into it. Wimmer's kick. He kicked it from the right hash and it will go out of bounds at the 32-yard line. The ball going out of bounds. You'll get the penalty flag. We'll see if the Bulldogs will choose to re-kick, and it looks like they will. They'll back them up five yards, and the kick will come. From the 35 now. And, Greg, this is one of those options that we talk about. When you kick it out of bounds, you get three options. You can back them up five yards and let them kick it. You can take it at the 35, or you can take it where it went out. What they've done is they've allowed they've, – they've chose to back Wimmer up, and the reason they did this is because, you know, he's been kicking it kind of short. So with another short kick, that's going to give Ramburn some field position around the 50, you know, if he happens to pooch this one or, or you know, misses the kick. So this is where Wimmer needs to really put his foot into it and kick it deep. And he does a nice kick to the 21. And that's Harmon on the return. He'll bring it up 35 40. 
And man, his feet are chopped out underneath him, and I believe that is going to be that's James Carmichael. Yep, James Carmichael does a great job as far as getting that open field tackle, getting his feet cut out from under him, and uh, getting him to the ground. And and right there, that's what we just said. I, kick it deep, make them make a play. And with this, we come out to the good because they're only about six yards above where they would have been if they'd have took it on the 35. The Bulldogs will take over first and 10 from the 41, their own 41-yard line. They'll hand it off to Harmon. He tries to run right. He'll break one tackle, but here comes the rest of the defense. Murphy, DeLee. And, and I, you have to give props to the big man. Big Corey Anderson is all the way out on the sideline out there on that tackle. Well, and, and that's what I said. You know, you've got three guys in the middle. And, and, and listening audience, I, I – I'm, I'm just being honest with you. You have to come to the stadium, and you have to watch these three interior defensive linemen. They are men amongst boys, but they can move. Gain of two, second and eight. Swalford looking to throw. He's pressured in the backfield. He'll break two tackles. Looking, he'll fling it downfield. Now, ball is going to be intercepted. The hardest thing, that is, that's Devontae, isn't it? Yes. Devontae Carmichael comes up with interception. The hardest thing for a right-handed quarterback is to roll to your left. He didn't get his shoulders. He kind of he just tried to bring that ball around. Devontae did a great job, not pass interference, but getting out in front of that ball and great hands to, to be able to, to catch it. That's right, Greg. It's just great defensive pressure. Just puts a quarterback in a panic mode. He tried to make something that wasn't there, and Comer made him pay. Twins left, single receiver to the right, ball on the ground. Devontae has to pick it up, and he'll fall on it back on the 49, a loss of seven. Yeah, that is the – really, that's the that's the first miscue that I have seen here by the Comer uh, center tonight. He's been doing a great job. We talked about how last week we made some adjustments with, uh, with Hallman, and uh, we got the, the bigger guy in there. I think it's number 65, that's Zach Carpenter. You know, Zach's been doing a great job right now as far as centering, and that's the first miscue he had that cost him a few yards, but that's okay that we're now going into the fourth quarter here at Legion Stadium. 42-28, to 28, the Tigers with the lead. You're listening to the Comer Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. It's time to pump it up with the B.B. Comer Cheerleaders. Presented by Alan Brew Marcus. Tigers, let's go black and go. Tigers, let's go black and go. Tigers, let's go black and go. Fuel for your car, fuel for your body. That's what you get at Alan Brew Marcus. Welcome back to Legion Stadium. We start the fourth quarter, Comer Sports Network, live on Mix 106.5, live on the radio, Alabama Sports app. 42-28, Comer with the lead. In the first play in the fourth quarter, second and 17, and we're going to 
not do what we need to do, Brent. <laughs> Go backwards. Yeah, that's one to where we just got a little bit excited. We knew what was coming, so we wanted to get that, that little bit of a jump and just got us in a false start, and uh, your umpire will more than likely he'll catch that every time because he's watching those big interior guys. Forty-one to nothing, Fayetteville over Vincent. Wow, that is uh, that's that's impressive. Congratulations to Coach Limbaugh and the Fayetteville Wolves tonight for that victory over the Vincent Yellow Jackets. Still, oh, they're getting beat. Okay, it, I thought we had the last score the other way. Still in the third quarter. James Carmichael with the ball. He's on his feet inside the 34. Sorry about it. Mr. Mark Vincent showed me a score. I got a text a little while ago that was the... Okay. Yeah, because I, I got a text the other way around just a little while ago. So, yeah, it's 41 to nothing. Vincent. And Vincent. Yes. My apologies. Sorry about the talking back and forth, but that is live radio. <laughs> a really good job, our Comer Tigers there. Good running play. Carmichael just really a good handoff. Uh, and my apologies, I didn't pick up the running back's number right now because, you know, Kamor is still on the sidelines. They're looking at down around his lower legs, around his ankle. Uh, but that was number 10. That was Garrett Chris Garrett. That pass is across the middle. It's complete. And that is, is that Adam Odom? It is Adam Odom. Really good job by Comer's offense there. They just they, they drew a play up to where they noticed that Ramburn was leaving the middle part of the field open, and they just took Adam Odom out of the backfield. He was lined up in the really in the fullback position. He runs straight through the line untouched, right out to the middle of the field. He was wide open. Carmichael seen him, hit him right in the numbers, touchdown Tigers. Murphy snap. The hold, the kick is up and is going to be blocked. Good push by the Bulldogs. But with 11.09 to go in the football game, Comer will go up 48 to 28. We'll take a quick break. You're listening to the Comer Sports Network presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Don't get burned with rising interest rates and limited inventory. Contact the Girls on Fire lending team at Movement Mortgage. Whether you're refinancing or purchasing, they want to be your mortgage lending team for life. Check out Movement Mortgage Silicaga on Facebook, where you can also apply for a mortgage 24-7 with the Apply Now button. Or contact Movement Mortgage at 256-365-0294. Movement Mortgage LLC supports equal housing opportunity. NMLS number 39179. For licensing information, please visit nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Welcome back to Legion Stadium. 11.09 to go in the football game. The Comer Tigers with a 20-point lead, 48-28. And I will say it right this time, the Vincent Yellow Jackets, 41 to nothing over the Fayetteville Wolves. And that's a shocking score. You know, that's usually that's a really close game and a good game between the Yellow Jackets and the Wolves. Good kickoff by Wimmer. will go down to the 20-yard line, and there's that kick return. And there is DeLeon Welch. I know it's WWE. It's not SmackDown on Friday nights, but I'll tell you what, Daniel Welch was going for the power slam on that one. 
Yeah, Welch was definitely trying to get him down, and that's where, you know, you know, you have somebody that's 6'3", and then Welch comes in, and what they have Welch listed at right around 5'7", five, five, somewhere along in there. And he was just trying his best to leverage him up and get him down, and it just they were just kind of going in circles until, you know, but forward progress put him out around the 19-yard line, and uh, but Welch finally got him down around the 12. <laughs> Ball in the left half, hash twins left. Wins right. Harmon, the single receiver in the shotgun. Now they'll motion into trips right. Swafford will roll that way. And looking, he's a hit in the backfield. That's got to be Murphy. It is. It's got to be Murphy. <laughs> it is. That hit right there was like a hit from, a, you know, from somebody twice the size of John. John hits him and puts him to the ground in a very, very – uh, what I say, strong arm way. So, once again, this young man has put himself in every position to be in almost every play, and it's just good to see him play like that from his middle linebacker position. Second and 10, ball in the 19. Swafford's pass is complete. Pass complete to Tyler Kraft. And he spins out of a tackle and stays on his feet. And it looks like they could have got a first down out of that one, Greg. It's just some of that, to me personally, that's that backyard football that just come out. You know, <clears throat> we had number eight for Rambert, and that is Kraft that catches the ball initially. And as he's starting to go down, he just kind of laterals it back to number 10, Langley. And then Langley just moves it up and up to get a first down. At the 29, just over the 29. Twins again, both sides will come with a blitz. And Comer Tigers all over that, all over Harmon. That's the quarterback in there on the tackle. Yeah, really good job. Comer, Comer is, is setting up now with a, a three-man front, and they're allowing their linebackers to sit at home where it needs to be, but then they're taking their, their actual – uh, what they call their cornerbacks, and they're moving their cornerbacks more toward the end, and they just did a delayed blitz with them that allowed them to get that stop. Swafford swing it to Harmon out of the backfield. That's a great open field tackle on the far side. Really good form right there by the uh, – it, that is the quarterback, correct? Devontae again. That's Devontae yes. Carmichael. I mean, your quarterback in and just had a great open field tackle. As far as technique-wise, you couldn't get any better. Gain of two, third and eight. Flags come down on the field. 9.28 to go in the fourth. 48-28. Comer with the lead. And that's one of the things Comer doesn't need. We got a, we got a flag on the field. And the defensive line, I, I think it was the defensive end over there. It may have been D. Lee that jumped a little bit, but somebody crossed into that neutral zone before the ball was snapped. And it, instead of being third and eight, now we're sitting at a third and three. Swafford under pressure. He'll get the ball swung out to Harmon. And Harmon will run it out of bounds at the 45, the Bulldog 45 for a first down. Yeah. That's where, you know, Harmon, I think he's to that point now where he don't want to get hit much because he's been hit so hard, you know, all night long that now he's taking the ball, he's getting his first down, and he's just getting himself out of bounds, you know, so. <clears throat> Swafford, first and 10, flushed out of the pocket, and he'll complete that pass. That's Langley at the 48-yard line, short gain. 
And you don't realize, they, they, you have to look because the, it looks like a longer pass play, but they're really not getting far downfield. They're just running these short crossing routes and That's o right. only a gain of three. Swofford is actually, he's, he's setting himself once he, he's in the pistol situation. He's in a pistol formation, so he's already six yards behind. And then he's taking two or three steps back, so you're only getting about a, a yard or two past the line of scrimmage on that quick out. Trips left, looking to get a quick pass to this inside receiver, looking for Olds, and I don't think Olds was really looking for that pass incomplete. Bring up third and seven. Here we're the big guy, number 65. That is Zach Carpenter. He comes off, taking his place on the right side of that defensive front line is going to be, looks like number 64, maybe Tyrone Pope uh, is out there. And so we're going to see what some fresh legs can do as far as getting in there and, and, and making something happen. Twin receivers, both sides. Now they'll motion to trips left. Swafford will take the snap, looking at single receiver right side. That's James Carmichael on the coverage, and he does a – he's going to get flagged for interference. And I think he, he did a great job, but I think you agree with me, Brent. The one thing, he, he didn't turn his head, and that's the only thing. Yep. He didn't turn his head to the football. Yeah, that's the only thing that uh, that really got him on that. He, he, he was in the right spot. He was doing everything like he was supposed to do. You know, there was a little bit of pushing on the front side from the offensive side, from Ramburn's side, but, you know, that's not really not going to get called a lot. But when he didn't turn his head back and look for the ball, then that's what got him. If he'd have just done that, I don't think the flag would ever come out. First down at the Comer 38. Swafford looking, trips left. Now he's looking to throw that single receiver on the right side. And that pass, if it would have been caught, would have been out of bounds down around the 18. Yeah, really good job by James Carmichael on that play. James got himself in position, got his head turned around, looked back. And that's one of the things that, too, a, a, the defensive back coach is definitely going to be able to stop and look at the tape and say, okay, well, they'll work on that and get it to where, hey, guys, look at the eyes of your receiver. Once your eyes are receiver go up, you know he's looking for the ball. So turn your head and find the ball, too. You know, that's something they'll work on and, and, and make it better as the year goes on. Second and ten, nine minutes to go in the ball game. 20-point lead, 48-28 for the Tigers. Swafford trying to get the ball to Harmon around the 37, and he just took his eyes off of it and dropped it. You know, right now, number 59, Sawyer Downs for the Ramburn Bulldogs. He's their center, and he right now, he's got his hands on his hips. He's coming up. He's, he's walking around, and the reason is, is <laughs> Corey Anderson and Zach Carpenter are just pushing him everywhere, and he is just, it's, he's battling, but he just can't win. Third and ten, Swafford looking downfield. That pass is going to be incomplete. Looking for his favorite target, Langley, down around the 27. That that may have been the first pass tonight I've seen Swafford try to force a ball into a spot. For good, yeah. good coverage by the defense. Yeah, yeah. I think he tried to just force that ball in. Yeah, it's great coverage, and 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 that's. That's what you want. You want your you want your defensive line to put enough pressure to put him in panic mode, and then he tries to force stuff in there and make stuff happen. And uh, Comer has been able to do that to Ramburn all night long. Fourth and ten. Chris Garrett comes in at defensive tackle. They'll get 
the screen off. And fortunately for us, they needed 10 and only got nine. That's right. So great job by the, the Comer defense. Once again, I want to bring this young man's name up. John Murphy come out of the position to where he had the, he had the job to where he was kind of looking at the running back, and he come off the running back, come through, and disrupted the runner just enough to allow the rest of that Comer defense to get in there and make the tackle. So great job by our defense. Great stand there. Let's take the ball now for the offense, and let's move it down the field. Ball will be Turned over on downs. Comer will take over first and 10 from their own 28. 8.41 to go in the ball game. 20-point lead, 48-28. Tigers with the lead. Carmichael. Will hand it off. That's Chris Garrett. And Garrett will take it to the... 32, a gain of four, and he is he is your another problem for a defense running the football <laughs> in the backfield. Well, Greg, I was just fixing to say, you know, I, I come from the Aggie side and then looking at this, and you have the same situation that Silicaga has to where, you know, Kamore, the way he runs the ball is kind of finesse and then explosive, and that reminds me a lot of, you know, Malik Pope that we have. But then we have a running back just like you have in the backfield right now uh, with number 10, Chris Garrett, is we have, uh, and it's bad, it just slipped my mind, but I'll get it in a minute, but he, he's not a finesse runner. He is a runner that's going to hit and move. And so with that, that is a good thing because you can set your offense up to either be a pounder or be a finesse, and right now they're pounding away at Ramburn. Garrett again took the the handoff over the left side. He'll take it up to the 37. Where Ranburn will jump off sides. And it would have been third and two. And now to be a first, now to be a first down for the Tigers, first and ten from their own 42, 725. And you you know Coach Fawcett would like to just run as much time off this clock as he can right now. It's just time management. Let's just pound the ball down the field. When they hand it off to Garrett, and this time the Bulldogs get through the line of scrimmage, and that'll be a tackle for loss, a loss of two on the play back at the 40. Harvey in as the inside receiver on the right side. DeLeon Welch split wide to the left. And they'll hand it off to Garrett again. And it, that will be an even bigger loss back to the 29-yard line. And bring something up. I talked to Coach the past two Thursday nights about on the Coach's show. It is... It is extremely hard. I don't care if it's 2A, 5A. Extremely hard to run the football when the other team knows you're going to run the football. Yeah, it is because what it does is the defensive coordinator just stacks the box, as we call it, and you end up having either you know 18 or 20 guys, you know, within five yards of the ball, and you know they're right there all bunched together. So it just makes it very difficult. Third down, long pass, looking 
to James Carmichael, and that pass is complete down at the 34. That's the place I was talking about. Third and long, and you convert. Nice throw, brother to brother, and that'll be a first down at the Bulldog 34. You know, that's one of those things where we talk about brother to brother, and that's where you, know, you look at James Carmichael, what great throw he did, puts the ball up, only the place where his brother could catch it. And so with that, you know, my question is, is when they get home tonight, which one of them is going to brag the most? Is it going to be the quarterback or the receiver? You know, hey, I threw it to you. I got it there. But then the receiver say, no, 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 I caught it. I made it happen at well, third and long. What gets interesting you know, Richard Weed is their brother, too. Oh, <laughs> so, so, that's an interesting dinner table to a conversation so, right there, Greg. Who, yeah, that who played the best conversation <laughs> could be tough, you know, because yeah. you got two of the seniors and you got the, you got the young one tonight who just made his, made a breakout, his own breakout play. play. So, um, that could be very interesting. 5.52 to go in the football game. Still a 20-point lead, 48-28. And Comer, they were faced with third and about 19. A, a big pass from Devontae Carmichael to James Carmichael. They'll have the ball first and 10 at the Bulldog, 34. They'll come out, twins, both sides of the formation. Ball on the right hash, empty backfield. Devin Harvey comes across the formation, and we have a penalty flag comes from the far side of the field. I couldn't see who this could be. Yeah, I'm thinking it may be on Ramburn. I think Ramburn got in the neutral zone before. But let's see what we call here. Actually going to call it against Comer with a false start. So that must have drawn that uh, defender off that I noticed that come across. So Comer must have moved a little bit. And once again, Greg, this is one of the things that we talk about. Yes, yeah, good that we're eating this clock up. We're down around 551 now left in the fourth. You know, but you don't really want to shoot yourself in the foot. You want to keep moving forward with the ball. And, you know, you're putting yourself in these first and 15 situations. And it's just, you know, you don't want to do that right now. Empty backfield. Devontae Carmichael is back there in the shotgun himself. Richard Weed comes across the formation. It's the pop pass to the left. 30, 25, 20. He breaks the tackle. 10. You're not going to catch him. Touchdown, Comer. And that is another one for Weed that just, I mean, explosive, explosive speed. Once he hit the second, you know, really the, the second layer of that defense, he was off to the races, and it was like, look, if you can catch me, catch me, and nobody could, and he's in the end zone really easy for the Comer Tigers. You know, great job okay. by Noodle. And it's just simple. You're just you're bringing him across in motion. Yep. It's, it's, the, it's the little pot pass. It's, you know, you're in the shotgun, you catch it, you just give him the little and pass, and it's up to him basically to, as Wimmer gets the extra point through, to... He can cut it up wherever he wants to cut it up. And that time he took a hard right and broke a couple of tackles uh, to get it in. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. That's when you have when you have athletes like that, it's easy to draw those plays up. And as you said, a little pop pass, just hey, here you go, take it, make something happen. And as he was running, that hole opened up to his right, which kind of made him come back a little bit because he's running to his left. But that cutback he made, I mean, that stuff, you know, 
as, as an announcer, it's fun to call, you know, but it's things that you can't teach a young man that. He has to automatically know that. And the way he can cut, the balance he has, and it's really all of these athletes that I've watched tonight, the quarterbacks, the running backs, the receivers, you know, even the linemen, the balance that they have and that they're able to control everything has been great to watch. And, you know, it's just something really it's promising for this Comer Tiger, you know, program moving forward. 524 to go in the game, 55 to 28 now. Comer. The lead is Wimmer looks right and left. He's counting players. I think they're two players short. Right? One. Just one. Yeah, they got four or five, and then the kicker, and then that one yep. coming on now makes it makes them eleven. Adam Odom sneaks on. Yeah. I'm hoping it wasn't Adam that was supposed to be out there because you know Coach Fawcett may say, you know, really, really, come on, special teams, get out there. Coach, <laughs> I made that catch earlier in the game. Uh, we're offsides again, so that one's going to come back. I uh, seen that one happen. That was big number. Is that 14? Far side? Yeah, big number 14 for the Tigers. That's going to be Jay Gaddis. He just got got a little excited, took off a little early, and he crossed over the 40 before the ball was kicked. So but they'll they'll call that one and bring it on back. What I like out of that, you know, this is the first time Wimmer's kicked off. This is the first game he's done the kickoffs. Really? Yeah, we, we've never kicked the ball down to the 20-yard line before. I mean, wow. that's a, that's another first for us. So, you know, I'm telling you, as this season evolves, it's, it's just you, see, you see something every game that, that you're, you can put together. Another could kick. They back him up five, and he still kicks it down to the 22. And here comes the coverage down the field. So, Coach, I might have been late running onto the field. <laughs> But I just made the tackle. That's what I was just listening <laughs> to say, Greg. I think he made up for it there because, you know, if Coach Fawcett says, hey, where were you on that lineup? He's like, hey, I'll make up for it. Look what I just did, Coach. What a great job by Adam Odom. Hey, that young man gets down the field quick, makes a great open field tackle that puts Ramburn on their own 32 to start their drive. And. Homer is going to call a timeout. We'll take a timeout with them. 5.18 to go in the fourth quarter. 55 to 28, the Tigers with the lead. You're listening to the Comer Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Swin the Printers serves all your printing needs. As a full-service printer, Swin can do everything you need to complete your project. If you can dream it, Swin can print it. Swin is dedicated to providing high-quality printing and excellent customer service to businesses and individuals alike throughout the Coosa Valley and beyond. Call Gary, Janice, or Clay today at 256-245-3236 or visit Swin online at swinprint.com. Welcome back. Comer Sports Network presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Live at Legion Stadium. Live on Mix 106.5 and live with Mr. Ashley. I mean, what what, what can more can you want tonight? And, and Randy Kane chilled back on his bed in his hotel room listening. I mean, it doesn't get any better than this. Looks like they put a new quarterback and running back in the game. Yeah, that's that is 
Lyric Reigns uh, for Ranburn. He is the new running back that has stepped into the game. Uh, he's showing to be 5'10", about 160 pounds, and in the 11th grade. Uh, pretty good job there. Got a few yards for the uh, Bulldogs, but now Comer up front has got a few guys that uh, they've changed up a little bit. We've got big number 52, the Adam Odom. He's inside on the uh, defensive line now, and also out there with him will be big number 64. That is Tyrone Pope. They're anchoring that front end of that defensive line. A gain of three, and the snap, I don't know if it was supposed to be a direct snap to the motion receiver, but it hit him in the leg, and that ball is going to be picked up by Comer, and they'll have it first and 10 inside the 35. Yeah, uh, Greg, I, I think what it was is it wasn't supposed to be a direct snap. It was just the the timing was off. So as the center, the center was, should wait to have – he, when he counts through himself, he'll count one, one thousand, two, one thousand, and then center it, and that gives enough time for that the uh, the motion guy to get cleared. And that time it didn't happen. The motion guy didn't make it by. So when he snapped it, it hit off his thigh, and he couldn't he couldn't get back on it. And Comer was able to come up with it. So here we are, first and ten from our own thirty-five. And let's put some more points on the board here with four thirty-one left. Let's see what we can do. We got the second team coming in, so let's try to call as many names as we can as they get out oh, on the absolutely. field. Absolutely. Yeah, we got to give all these young men. I mean, it's my hats off to this whole program. I mean, I'm enjoying this tonight. I'm having fun. You know, this this is something that you know when you see the caliber of athletes that, that this team has now. And as Greg and I talked about earlier, you know, it was less than three or four years ago that we had 14 guys on the sidelines, you know. And then at one point in time, you know, they had eighth graders that were having to play both ways all night long against seniors and stuff. And it was very tough on them to where now here we are. We've got big number 72. That's Alex Cunningham. He's coming in, anchoring the line. Number 77, Ian Denty. He's in there anchoring that uh, front offensive line. Along with number 74, Deterion Wells. All these guys are really good. They're up front now and doing a great job. What great, great push they got. Harvey hands it off to Sims. And you can see the little burst Sims has in him, and he'll pick up a first down down at the 19-yard line. You know, when these young guys get that spot to go in, it's like, hey, this is our time now. We're, you know, And, and you want to say, okay, we're up 55-28, but, but these guys ignore that because, hey, this is our time to shine now. So these guys get in there, and I do believe that's going to be number 52, Adam Oden. He's going to still anchor that uh, left guard. And then over beside him in the tackle spot looks to be 72. I think that's who that is, and that's Alex Cunningham over there. Devin Williams, eighth grader, will check in. He's the inside receiver on the left side. Harvey. We'll hand it off, and add, I don't think we have a number 40. I believe that was 40 on the carry, and we do not have him. Coach snuck a player in on us. Yeah, that's one of those things where you get these rosters and, you know, we pull them offline and sometimes they'll either do a jersey swap or, you know, coach will have somebody that he's pulled up from B team to play and, you know, and they'll get him in the game. But it is number 40 for the Tigers just running the ball extremely well right now. He just took on a linebacker head on and just run over him for a gain of a six. He'll get the handoff again and that will be a loss on the play back 
Two to 17 for 240. Clock still running here in the fourth quarter, 55 to 28. The Tigers with the lead. And looking to methodically drive it down on maybe a game-ending touchdown. Oh, that'd be great. Let's put some more points on the board. You'd see these young men right here go absolutely, you know, berserk if they can put some points on the board right here for their Tigers. Harvey will hand it off again. Take it down to the right outside the 15. Where it'll be fourth and six as they look towards the sideline for the play. And they will go for it on fourth down, fourth and six. Harvey's going to let the play clock run down to three, two. And he'll hand it off, and that is Kirksey on the carry. Thank, thank you for running that, that down for me, sir. And he needed to get to the 11. It's going to be a, a little short. And we'll have to turn the ball over on downs. Now we got some new faces on defense. I see number 19, Noah Wimmer, coming in the game. 27, Devin Williams. You mentioned Kirksey in at running back. Now he's over at left cornerback. Handoff comes to the left side. I believe that's Weed still in the game over here. Yes, it was. That was Noodle that actually come from his uh, his defensive back, really the safety position, come all the way up and made that tackle. So very good job by that young man, number 25, to really he's just been all over the field and then two touchdowns tonight. Great job. Raylon Sims in on defense. Second and two. A good push by the line. I do not think, I think, well, they will give him forward progress to the 23, and that should be enough for a first down. And we are under a minute, actually under half a minute, 27 seconds to go. Clock count running. This may be the last play of the game. First and 10 from the 24. The handoff. And a, I have to call him because he doesn't get to play a lot. Devin Williams, eighth grader, comes across with the tackle, and that will be the last play of the football game. Comer, 55 to 28. This is a 28-21 game at halftime, and it was a pins and needles going into halftime, and boy, the second half owned and I believe we saw tonight, Coach said he wanted four quarters. 
I think he got four quarters out of his team tonight. I do too. I think you know, the whole 48 minutes, the, the Comer Tigers played extremely well tonight. So they gave Coach Fawcett exactly what Coach Fawcett wanted. Number one, key to this game, he said he wanted to control the line of scrimmage. The Tigers did that all night long. Number two, he wanted a full 48 minutes, and he got that as well. So congratulations to the Comer Tigers tonight on this victory, and uh, congratulations to the whole coaching staff and to Coach Fawcett for the victory tonight. We'll take a quick break. We'll get to our post-game show. And we'll get it wrapped up here from Legion Stadium. You're listening to the Comer Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Regardless of age, muscles are vital to your overall health and well-being. I'm Dr. Jared Spear at Childersburg Primary Care, letting you know that muscles comprise 35% of your body and allow for movement, balance, physical strength, organ function, skin integrity, immunity, and even involved in wound healing. Experience what M-Sculpt treatments at Childersburg Primary Care can do to help improve your muscle function. Whether you're 16 or 66, M-Sculpt only at Childersburg Primary Care, online at childersburgclinic.com. Grace Cafe. The August Cup of the Month is Morning Rush. It's chocolate chip cookie dough espresso with chocolate chip cookie dough bites. But if that isn't your cup, they have 25 other flavors and a variety of sugar-free flavors as well. Cup of Grace on First Street in both Sylacauga and Childersburg. Order online for pickup or curbside. Just search for Cup of Grace Cafe. Taste it and love it. The layup game on the competition. Making customers wait for good deals and credit approval. Make you wait for their best deals. Toyota of Silicaga is always saving you more and saying yes to credit approval. You'll feel like you just scored a touchdown with the deals we're giving you every single day. ToyotaofSilicaga.com. Right now, get super low 1.99% financing on Camry, Corolla, RAV4, and Prius. And we're offering 1.99% financing on select certified pre-owned vehicles. Talk about amazing deals. Plus, there will be no false starts when it comes to your credit approval. Toyota of Silicaga's team of credit specialists are here to get you approved. No matter your past credit history, 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Have a trade-in? Bring it in, and we'll give you top dollar for it, even if you don't buy a vehicle from us. So come save big at your home team dealer, Toyota of Silicaga. Remember, you're not just a number, you are part of the family. 39765 Highway 280, toyotaofsilicaga.com. We're worth the drive, and we'll prove it with approved credit. See dealer for details. You've been listening to B.B. Comer High School Athletics on the Comer Sports Network, sponsored by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union, Toyota of Silicaga, Allen Brew Market, Chick-fil-A, Coosa Valley Medical Center, Area Real Estate, Childersburg Primary Care, Movement Mortgage, State Farm Agent Sheila Curtis, Coosa Valley Auto Sales, Silicaga Chamber of Commerce, Harvey's on Noble, Cup of Grace Cafe and Coffee Shop, Van Zant Hardware, Swin Print, Sycamore Federal Credit Union, Amya, Coosa Valley Recycling, Marble City Pharmacy, District 33 State Representative Ben Robbins, Heritage Freight, State Farm Agent Albia Steers, Silicaga Parks and Recreation, First Bank of Alabama, Talladega County Revenue Commissioner Cindy Pennington, and Coosa Valley MRI. This broadcast is copyrighted by Radio Alabama for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast, descriptions, or accounts of the game without Radio Alabama's consent is strictly prohibited. Thanks for listening.
Welcome back to Legion Stadium post-game show. I picked the wrong one, Brent, but it doesn't matter because we won 55 to 28. It is it makes everything better. Yes, it does. I mean, to see this on the scoreboard, 55-28, you know, after everything said and done, had a great time tonight and, and watched some good football. And, and I encourage anybody that can get out here to the, the stadium and watch this team play, come out and watch because they have some great athletes on this team. And I'm telling you, this it's going to be worth your while to sit and watch because you're liable to see a couple of these young men playing on Saturday, you know, after their seasons are over here. You're right. And that would be uh, that would be the next step in the, I guess the the growth of your program is to get yes. get those athletes, get them on the map. When you know when you go down to schools like St. Paul's, you, you see these, and you go down in these rooms and you see there all these players that have gone in the major leagues, NFL football. You'd say all this. Wouldn't it be great, man, if we can start something here? I mean, Silicon's put a lot of kids in in college. Um, We've got a kid down at Huntington right now. Yep. But like you said, there, there are several down here that, that can make it. Uh, a four-quarter game tonight, I thought every phase of the game was played really well. I thought that was a challenging offense that we had to to face. Um, but I thought we, we we did bend, but we didn't break. And that's what that's what uh, attributed to a lot of good coaching. I thought our offense – uh, did very well tonight. We threw the ball when we needed to throw it, and we certainly ran it when we needed to run it. And uh, Harris did a, another great job in the backfield. Uh, it was good to see him. He came off the field with an injury, but glad to see him back on it uh, and, and back on the field because you definitely, if you want to make a run, you need 23 on that football field. Yeah, you're definitely right. He's a very, you know, he's he's a key player to this offense and, you know, really to the defense as well. But but what I really liked is the fact that, you know, you had another guy come in and, and make sure that, you know, he filled that gap. You know, as I talked about, he's not that finesse runner. He is that, you know, hey, heads up, I'm going to run over you before I run around you. And uh, But that's good to see because, you know, you're going to have that – you're going to have that time to where somebody's going to get banged up. And when they do, you're going to have to have either that, that underclassman or you're going to have that other guy that's got to step up and make that challenge and say, hey, give it to me, coach. Let me have it, and I'm going to carry this team as well as, if not as better, you know, as, as Kay Moore did or, you know, so, or anybody else that may get hurt. So that is one thing that I just see that is very promising with this club right now is they've learned so much. They're gaining momentum every week. And this was a tough offense to cover. I mean, the way they threw the football, they had to make sure that they were disciplined. And I think that they grew as this game went. And a full 48 minutes is what you've seen tonight. Well, Brent, any closing remarks you'd like to make to Comer Nation? I mean, it's it's been an honor to have you here tonight. I know you'll be back with the Aggie Sports Network next week. And... uh, the Kung Fu fighter himself, Randy Kane, will be back in, in the saddle. But I, I appreciate you coming tonight. And anything, anything, you've got the platform. So, Well, Greg, I want to say first off, thank you for giving me the opportunity to come in and call my alma mater. Uh, it is always great to be able to support my school, you know, and, and do things for them. And, but the biggest thing is that, that I want to say to the, the whole Tiger Nation out there, 
the direction you're going with our school is the direction that it needs to continue to go. So the alumni, get out there, get supportive, get to these games, watch this. Parents, you know, find a way to get here. My grandmas, aunts, uncles, anybody in the community that can come out and watch this program, come out and watch it because these young men are playing lights out every week. And I'm telling you, the athletes that I see on this field for a 2A school is very promising for the Comer Tigers to get in, not only get into postseason, but I feel like that they're setting pretty now to where they can really do a run during postseason. We appreciate all of our listeners. We appreciate everybody that yes, jumped do. on Facebook Live for the short time that uh, we we're able to do it. And if you'd like to see that more, send us a message on Facebook. It's the Comer Sports Network, send us a, a message. Say, hey, we'd love to see this on Facebook Live because it's another platform that we can reach even more people at Comer Nation. Uh, all of our sponsors, you are our platform. We thank each and every one of you uh, for supporting Radio Alabama Sports, and especially our Comer Sports Network. Uh, to these coaches, to all these fans, we thank you for coming out. Uh, really appreciate Principal Judson Warlick for jumping up on here at halftime. He had so many duties. He run running around. He did a tremendous interview with with a great man. And I think they got the cleanup crew on the field, Brent. <laughs> so I think we need to uh, maybe pack up. And it looks like it's starting to rain. The rain held off all game long, and now it's starting to sprinkle. Now just in time for us to pack up and go outside. And get outside. That's it. You know, that's just the way it goes. But, hey, that's right. A little bit of rain is not going to dampen this. As you see, you know, Greg, you might want to flip out there. Well, they just turned it off on us. But 55-28, final score. Awesome job. Thank you for letting me be a part of it. I cannot thank you enough. You know, and as we said, Randy Kane, please be safe. Enjoy the game tomorrow and uh, come home safely because, yes, I will be back on the Aggie Sports Network next week. And, uh, and I want the Comer Tigers, though, to continue on, continue the streak that they're on and continue to grow like they're growing. It's great to see. But, Greg, thank you very much for letting me be here, and uh, it's been awesome. I loved it. We'll be back on the air. We'll have the Coach Fawcett Show Thursday night at 730. That will be on Kicks 100.3. It's always an honor to have him in the studio and get to talk about the past and the future. And we will be on the road next week. Uh, we enjoyed this um, home, game, home game, but we don't have to travel too far. We'll slide right down the road to Winterboro in what will be a big matchup. Yeah, that's, that's a rivalry. You know, that, that's turned into that kind of rivalry to where that Winterboro and Comer Tiger, you know, that, that's, that's going to be it's going to be good to be. So, hey. Get out next week, travel just 15 minutes up the road to Winterboro and watch our Comer Tigers take on the Winterboro uh, Bulldogs. And, and, hey, if they play like they did tonight, I see us coming home with another W. Well, again, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching on Facebook Live. And God bless each and every one of you. Stay safe. And we'll be back on air next Thursday night with Coach and next Friday, Lord willing.
You've been listening to B.B. Comer High School Athletics on the Comer Sports Network, sponsored by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union, Toyota of Sylacauga, Allen Brew Market, Chick-fil-A, Coosa Valley Medical Center, Area Real Estate, Childersburg Primary Care, Movement Mortgage, State Farm Agent Sheila Curtis, Coosa Valley Auto Sales, Sylacauga Chamber of Commerce, Harvey's on Noble, Cup of Grace Cafe and Coffee Shop, Van Zant Hardware, Swin Print, Sycamore Federal Credit Union, Amya, Coosa Valley Recycling, Marble City Pharmacy, District 33 State Representative Ben Robbins, Heritage Freight, State Farm Agent Albia Steers, Sylacauga Parks and Recreation, First Bank of Alabama, Talladega County Revenue Commissioner Cindy Pennington, and Coosa Valley MRI. This broadcast is copyrighted by Radio Alabama for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast, descriptions, or accounts of the game without Radio Alabama's consent is strictly prohibited. Thanks for listening.